0: This is the MLW Radio Network.
1: Time to start your day the right way with Front Row Material. Starring ECW Legends, Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whitbrick. Now, let's welcome your host,
2: How are you? It's Front Row Material. My name is Mike Freeland. It is Tuesday. I hope you all are doing well. Thank you so much for joining us over here on our Twitch channel. As I said before, my name is Mike Freeland. I'm joined by my beautiful, wonderful co-host. His name is... The Rit. Ritzerts, good to see you, my friend. How you been? Ah, uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Man,
3: coming up on the holidays. Coming up to the end of the year.
2: It is. It is. The end of the year. Can you believe that we're about to say goodbye to 2021?
3: Freeland, I still can't believe that I am co-hosting the show with you.
2: I mean, I know you're starstruck, and that's fine. I mean, a lot of people are. Uh, I know. I, I know. I head down the produce aisle at the grocery store, and they're like, Whoa, I, 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 that
3: guy. I sit there and loved working with Jerry and Mikey, you know? Uh, it, it was a dream come true.
2: Yep, and then I showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's interesting that, you know, we've just celebrated over three years of doing our material. And I recently had a conversation with Mikey. I am talking about Mikey uh, doing some specials with us as well. So we're going to be talking about that. Is also um, also got a very special project that Jerry, Mikey, and myself are working on. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to reveal some details about that coming up soon. But uh, man, we've got a great, great episode tonight. Uh, we don't have... We don't just have any wrestler tonight. No. No, we don't.
3: We have a very good
2: professional wrestler. Quite possibly and, one of the best professional wrestlers, I may even say.
3: Yes, I, I've known him for many years. Uh, I, we had him on Call of Beardo a couple months back when he was out with his injury. And he put, he put some news on, on Twitter that I was kind of shocked to hear and i'm like dude i i got to get you on the show now i got to get you on the main show because i've got to know you know and well let's just cut to the chase let's let's bring him on right now bring him
2: on right now a very good professional wrestler is joining us tonight thank you so much for joining us my friend how are you
4: i'm doing great man I'm tired i just hopped off the peloton uh so i'm a little little out of breath at the minute but i'm down here i'm a little sweaty Uh, i'm ready to do some chatting what's up fellas how are you it's good to see you again man
3: hey it's always great to see you and you know you and i we have we have plenty of history together and to hear the news of what you put out there is is shocking to me so i'm like man you know me i'm a hustle and a bustler i said i got i gotta get you on the show For one, to to have everybody hear your story. And then I was trying my damnedest to squeeze out one of those 10 spots.
4: You really did, bro. I give you all the credit in the world. Uh, I'm still hoping that match happens. That's one of three that I still don't have exactly finalized yet. Um, So I might be coming back to you if it falls through elsewhere.
3: Hey, hey, I'm hoping I am number one on your list because she was banging at my door to try to get the – I got everything all I, all I need is the okay from you.
4: See, I almost hit you up again cuz I just seen Kurt Angle is going to be a p- PPW. And uh Kurt Angle's my favorite wrestler ever and you know all the years I've been in wrestling he's a guy I just haven't come across and haven't got to meet. Um, I go back to like so before I even signed up for training school, I took a year cuz I was always an athletic kid but from about 17 to 20, right? I got like out of shape for the first time in my life. It was all, you know, beer and chasing girls and college life kind of stuff and when i decided at 20 to be a pro wrestler i took a year just to get back in shape before i would like put the down payment on wrestling school like i had to like kind of like prove to myself i was going to take it serious and uh i'll never forget i had like this crappy little weight bench with some dumbbells was kind of the beginning of my my fitness life and above my uh weight bench i had i had a poster Kurt angle there and that was like my first one of my first motivators where it was like If I was sitting in bed watching TV, like playing a little Halo or something, and I didn't feel like working out, like I'd look at that poster and that would, you know, get me up off my butt and get me working out. So I saw Angles on that show. I started eating my heart out real quick. I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna hit you up real quick." Like, "All right, put me on. I don't care who I wrestle. I just want to hang out with Kurt Angle." Uh,
3: Oh, just do I have to? Do I have to get you the poster? Uh, I
4: I I, I still got it. I still got my. I still got my original one.
3: Oh. Hey, just keep looking at it and be like, man, he's only a text text message away.
4: I'm, I'm thinking about it. I ain't saying no right now. So maybe we might be chatting after this. I can't we wait. Might, might have to sneak in match 11 and just say screw it.
2: There's so many things that I, I definitely want to talk to you about here because – You know, the the big announcement has been made. Obviously, uh, you've decided that you're going to start winding things down here with your professional wrestling career. Let me ask you this. um, Before we kind of go down the road that was that led us up to this point in juncture, uh, are you sure about this? I mean, we've seen a lot of wrestlers say this is going to be it, but then they get the itch again. It's the old Brett Favre uh, aspect of it. Do you think that um, in a year, six months, a little bit longer than that,
4: you might not get the itch again? Um, see, that's one thing I'm not sure yet is how I handle when it's gone, right? Like, it's one thing to say it's gone. And I've been preparing for this for years. It's probably about three years ago, probably maybe even longer. I sent Quack an email that said about, you know, I said, hey, you got three years to kind of write me out. And I, one thing I always enjoyed about working for Mike was everything was long-term storytelling. So it wasn't like, like if I said, hey, Mike, next month I'm gone. He, you know, he'd had an issue with that because everything kind of happens over time. And that's what I loved about being there. So I gave him plenty of time. Um, and kind of right before Chikara got shut down, we had started the sort of Damocles story, which was going to be my out. Right. That was I had the Bell, I had Sydney Bacabella with me. And every single match was basically a, a retirement match as far as like wrestling at Chikara. Everybody I beat would never be able to wrestle there again. And then when I finally lost the same would have went for me. So this is something I've had in mind for a while. Um, and it really just came down to like I'm kind of at an age where I don't really see like a job in my future, um, and doing this full time. So for me, it's just for the love of wrestling. And as much as I still love wrestling and I'm in great shape, I think I'm wrestling the best I've ever wrestled. Like I've I've got things more important to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and that's spend time with my kids. Um, and so, and I knew that was coming. Like I said, three, four years ago, I sent that initial email. Um, and now I'm just kind of doing it in my own way. Uh, and it took a little bit longer kind of than I wanted. Um, but I wanted to really give wrestling that serious try. Like in those three years, I'm, I I was this close to my WWE tryout. I was actually in the PC, and we'll probably talk about that, so I won't go into details there. Um, Then I broke my leg, so it was a rough three years, but I got to do a lot in those three years where I really committed myself to making wrestling a full-time living, even though I kind of fell short. Um, But, you know, I I got to go to AEW a few times, um, which was really cool. Uh, So I got to do a lot in those three years, but I've known for a while it was coming. Um, As far as will I ever wrestle again, like, I'll be honest, probably. Like, to me, that's why people are like, oh, you're retiring. I like the word quitting for, for a couple reasons. Um, one, like, if you retire, that means you, you've made enough money to, like, live out the rest of your life on, on what you've made. And I definitely didn't do that, right? So to me, it's quitting. It's it's giving up on the dream of, of making wrestling a full-time life. Um, and, and, and that's okay, because for me, I, I've got a great life outside of wrestling. So, yeah, it's going to suck. I don't want to sit here and say it's okay. Um, and I'm not sure how I'll handle it when it's gone. Um but yeah, I probably will wrestle again. But to me, the the quitting is like stop being an, an everyday guy and taking every booking and being out there every single weekend um, and like actually chasing after after that dream. Um, you know, like in a year from now, somebody's like, hey, come wrestle my show. Like if I feel like it and I got nothing to do or whatever, I've got the itch like, yeah, maybe I'll go have a one off here or there. I'm not going to sit here and say I won't. Um, but it's. To me, quitting is it's it's the it's like I said, it's no more no more chasing the dream, man. It's just maybe occasionally wrestle for fun and that's about it. No more, you know, five, six days a week at the gym. No more four or five cardio sessions outside of that, outside the gym. No more trips to Philly for training. Like the full time commitment is when I say I quit, that's what's gone.
3: Man, the what are your matches coming up on your quitting tour?
4: Um, the only ones that have been announced yet are I've got uh so the, the next one's really interesting. It's me and Big Dan um, versus my niece, Shay McCoy, and my son, Boomer Hatfield, in a mask versus remask kind of match. Um, so if I win, I get to take Boomer's mask off, and we're, we're 50-50, right? He's the guy who took mine. If he wins again, then I have to put my mask back on and wrestle out the rest of the 10 matches, so the following eight, as Dasher Hatfield with my mask back on
3: and and just the storyline you know that could go either way and and that's uh, what I that's what i love about that
4: and he's already beaten me but in my mind right now i like these next few matches i honestly don't don't see me losing um like i said i'm in the best shape of my career and 16 years of wrestling and i'm at my best right now like that's very 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 good so i'm going to be wrestling at, at my highest level all the way up to that last match um and, and I wouldn't say I'm going out on top, but for me, I'm going out as the best I ever have been.
2: Wow. So many things. We're going to go down the road that was and uh, kind of start off in the beginning. Um, what was the, the beginnings of all of this? I mean, obviously, I know you said before you put money down on, you know, wrestling school that you were going to go ahead and, and spend some time just getting in shape and training. I guess my first question would be, do you feel like that is a priority now to a lot of people who you see coming into training that they are in the conditioning that they need to be in or do you feel like a lot of people should have said you know what I am going to take your philosophy I'm going to take the next 12 months and I'm going to make sure that when I come in here I'm really really ready to go
4: um for me that's something I had to do like I don't I don't you know look down on people who show up to wrestling training out of shape because like hey good for them like for me, maybe I just didn't even have the balls to walk in out of shape, right? Like I wanted to walk in and I wanted my trainers to know, hey, this guy's is going to be a serious contender right out of the gate. Um, where where I get annoyed is where I'll see a guy six months later or a year later or two years later and they've gotten either they've stayed the same or they've gotten in worse shape. And to me, that's just like, like you don't care. Like you just want to show up on on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays and play pro wrestler. Like. Pro wrestler to me was a seven day a week job. Um, And that's the way I treated it. And I give a lot of respect and I'm not saying you have to come walking in looking like Batista by any means, but I give a lot of respect to those people that when I see you three, four, five, six months later, you've improved in one way or another. And maybe it's, it's not your physique. Maybe it's all of a sudden you're, you're you're way more comfortable talking in front of people or your ring work got way better. Like I just love people who take this seriously all the time and are constantly improving. Um, Like, I don't know, especially when we're back at the Wrestle Factory days or now I've kind of got my own little training spot like those people I see putting in the work are the people whose names I throw out there all the time when talking to promoters or other guys who I know have a little pool like I'll always throw those names out just because I see people busting their tail and I respect that and if I can give them a little bit of a leg up like I'm happy to do it um, my least favorite thing is uh, I'll, I'll see you guys and they'll even come up and be like hey can you watch my match And it's and it's like and then I'll watch it or whatever and then like when I see they've either either not improved or gotten worse, and it's like, you care enough to have me watch your match, but at the same time, like, once you leave here, you're not going to do anything to improve until you show up at another show, and to me, that's just like, I don't know, it's, it's play wrestler, and play wrestler's something I never wanted to be.
2: So when it came to deciding, you know, you were going to do this, you decided, you know, I didn't want to show up. And not look my best. It was a pride thing. You said, you know, I, maybe I didn't have the balls to show up not in shape, but I I really chalked it up. You took a lot of pride in it, and you wanted to go at this 100. You wanted to show people that you were a player, and and you did this. So not to get into to specific numbers here, unless you want to. What was wrestling school price wise uh, when you originally started? What was the financial commitment that you had to make? Because we've heard stories, and the, and the numbers can
4: can truly vary. So I started wrestling originally at a school called Pro Excitement Wrestling, which was based um, in the back of Carson's Pro Wrestling Store in Allentown. Um, It was 1313 Linden Street, if you guys have ever been in-house there. It's not there anymore. Um, But it's actually the home of where the original Chikara Wrestle Factory started before it moved to the ECW Arena. But when I started wrestling on the indies, I knew nothing about the indies. So I really just kind of Googled the closest wrestling school to me. Um, and it was WXW and PXW were the two in Allentown, which is about 20, 25 minutes from me. Um, and I would get like WCW on my, or WXW on my local like channel. And I remember just like kind of not being impressed. So kind of being like, I don't want to go to that school. So I default chose the other one. Um, and I landed in a great spot. Like the guys who run training there, their names are Marshall Law and Lovebug. They're an East Coast tag team for a long time from the late 90s into the 2000s. Um, but just two of the most stand-up guys I could have came across. Um, did they teach me everything I know now about wrestling? Absolutely not. Like I sought out, um, you know, other trainers. Even while I was with them, they were super cool about that. But they taught me how to carry myself. They taught me how to keep my, my ears open and my mouth closed. Um, they taught me how to work hard. They taught me how to set goals. They taught me how to bump, like they, and they taught me how to just carry myself with pride. Like you said, um, and they're the, they're the guys who brought plaque in, uh, for like a seminar. And then once I met Quack, I was like, okay, like that's what I need to know. Like that dude, whether you like him or not as a person is an absolute genius when it comes to being a professional wrestler, wrestler training and what he knows in, in and out of the ring. Um, so like at that point I started training in both places. But PXW originally for me was twenty five hundred bucks, um, and at that point, that is by far the most amount of money, like you know, a poor kid like me growing up ever spent on anything. So I like I remember I was waiting tables to pay it off. Um, part of like the getting in shape for a year was like I saved up the five hundred bucks as a down payment, um, and then I also have a thing where I don't like owing money. So like I remember almost every every couple weeks bringing them to just like you know two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. Like I paid it off. Um, pretty quickly, more th- faster than I had to, just because I don't like owing people money. Um, but yeah, that was twenty five hundred bucks, and like I said, that's more than probably the most I ever spent before. That was like four or five hundred bucks on like a like a vacation with my buddies or something. Um, so it was for me, it was a big financial commitment. Uh, but yeah, that that's where I got my start. Uh, those guys were great to me, and then I uh, very quickly kind of transitioned down to the Chikara Wrestle Factory, which at the time was the Chikara CZW Wrestle Factory
2: a lot of times we hear that people running training camps um, will try to weed people out, you know, who really wants to be here versus who doesn't. And do you remember any instances where they would intentionally try to blow you up and then throw you in the ring and then kind of stretch you? Or was your experience a little bit different than that?
4: Um, I definitely had training where it was like, okay, they're trying to run us to see if we fall, if we've got a little heart. Um, and I'm cool with that. Like, I don't consider that hazing or I'm considering that anything else because like, there's going to be times where you're going to have to go if, if you want this, right. If you want to be more than just a 10 minute opener match guy, if you want to be a main event guy, like you've got to have 25, 30 minutes of wind in you, right. It's just, that's what the job requires. Um, so like, again, yeah, I never, I never took that as a negative. Um, and I'm a guy who kind of accepts those challenges. Like I can remember a day in the ECW arena, you know, running time and drill till I threw up and like. I'm not somebody who looks down on that or was like, hey, they were mean to me. Like, as a pro wrestler, I consider myself a professional athlete. Um, so I, I don't think that was them being mean. I think, hey, that was me having real terrible cardio because I don't even think I ran that long before I threw up. Um, but it, it kind of def- definitely built me for the future and let me know, like, hey, if I want to have 25, 30 minute bangers, not 25 minutes of like rest spots and haha spots, whatever, whatever, like 25 minutes of go. Right. Like that that that's something that helped wake me up to what I needed to do. Um, I was never hazed or like, like you're like, I've never been beaten up to the point where like, I felt like somebody was trying to get me to leave or anything, nothing like that, but definitely some really, really hard workouts that we went through.
2: When you first walked into the, the training and you said you, obviously you trained at a couple different places, obviously once uh, you were introduced to Mike, but was there anybody that you really gravitated towards other people that were training at the same time you were any relationships that you started to build with people that you maybe even continue to this day?
4: Um, First day I was ever at uh, Actually, sorry, second day First day I was ever at Chikara Wrestling Training It was literally me, Quack, Claudio And this guy, Ángel Del Fuego And the three of them Ángel Del Fuego is from Mexico And the three of them all speak Spanish So here I am, walking into the ECW arena for the first time Which I am a huge ECW, Mark Like ECW saved my love of wrestling As like a 13-year-old kid My dad would take me down to Ag Hall to see it So just going to that building alone for me was like Already very um, like overwhelming and had me a little anxious. And then I walk in, it's Quack, Claudio, Angel Del Fuego. They're all speaking Spanish the entire training. And then there's me just trying to keep up with like some of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, second time I went down was like a joint CZW Chikara training. There was a lot more people there. I remember the first time I met Danny Havoc was that day. Um, but the guy for me was Tim Donst. Um, I remember like meeting him at training that day. We hit it off right away. And then I remember getting stuck in traffic on 76 and I looked to the left of me and he's right next to me. So we were like kind of goofing around in the car. And I feel like that was the day we bonded. Um, and he's a guy I don't see a whole lot anymore, but we definitely text and, and keep in touch. Um, he, I would say he was like my first like real friend that I made at Chikara. Um, And it was almost, almost immediately, like I said, the first time we met at training, like we, we hit it off right away.
2: How long did it take before Chikara really kind of morphed into what a lot of us are familiar with as far as a lot of the um, the Orange Cassidy type of, of wrestling um, where it is more character based? Was that necessarily the way it was from the get go when you first were there or did it take some time before it kind of got to that point where then you would have your Colt Cabanas coming in and there was a lot more. Uh, entertainment uh, that was factored into it in addition to the wrestling?
4: I mean, I was in there out of the gate. I joined Shakara maybe five or six years after it had been built, but I went back and watched a lot of those early shows and that was Shakara out of the gate. Um, and that's what I I was attracted to first and foremost. Um, like, my love of ECW, I think, came from it just being different than everything else that was offered. Not necessarily the blood and the gore and whatever. It was just different. And, and, and as a kid, like... I'll never forget, like, my cousin being like, hey, you got to check out this wrestling at 11 o'clock on MSG on Tuesdays. And mom being cool enough to let me stay up on school nights and was in love right away. Um, But I loved the camaraderie and the brotherhood and just, like, how together they made something special in wrestling. Um, And getting into wrestling, that was my my first goal was to find that. Not Mondays, right? AEW wasn't a thing at the time, but not TNA, not Japan. But to find that like a group of people who were going to change the landscape of wrestling. And the first time I ever went to a Chakar show, actually funny enough, I rode in the car with orange Cassidy, um, orange Cassidy, myself, lucky um, and Dan champion all went to high school together. Um, I wasn't really friends with any of them until I started wrestling. And then I knew they wrestled. So I like reached out. I was like, Hey, remember me from high school? Like I'm doing this now. And so I rode to the show with, with lucky and orange Cassidy and the first time I watched it live I was just like this is that thing this is that special thing that I'm looking for and I could just sense it right away and to me it w- it was kind of what you just mentioned where it was completely different at that time in 2006 7 like everybody wanted to be like ECW Junior still back then like attitude era like at least, at least the indie shows I had been to um, it was like everybody had a cool name and whatever the pleather pants and all all of all of those things but this was different and the wrestling was still great like people still remember the hokiness and the goofiness, but some of the greatest just straight up wrestling matches ever happened at that place in my mind. Um, and I could be a bit of a Homer saying that, but I'll, I'll believe what I want. Um, but yeah, so as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is that special thing. Um, so I already knew I was training at the right place. And at that point I have jumped in, jumped through just about any hoop or donned any silly costume. They asked me to um, just to be a part of what I sensed was going to build up to something really special and magical. Um, and definitely by like 2011 through 13, 14, at least for me, that was like when the company peaked. And at that point, like I remember PWI, we were voted the, the best wrestling company in the country. I think behind UFC was one and that's not even wrote. So they didn't even count. Um, but like we were competing, we were, we were outdrawing. I remember we ran a trios in Easton and TNA ran at the casino 15 minutes down the road and we outdrew them. Like we don't have TV. We don't have millions of dollars behind us those kinds of things and just interactions I had with fans where that's how I felt as an ECW fan, where people were like came up and told us what we meant to them or how far they drove or like how, how long they've been looking forward to this or how nervous, like I had people come up and tell me they were nervous to meet me. And I'm just like, or nervous to come up and say hi. And I'm just like dumbfounded that we had that kind of impact on wrestling. And we're just sort of like, in my mind, a ragtag group of guys from Pennsylvania. Um, but yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I know I kind of went on a tangent, but yeah, I think Chikara was always, gimmicks and goofiness, but underneath all of that was fantastic wrestling.
2: I think there's a really good, not to cut you off here, Rick, but I, I think there's a really good documentary about Shakara. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't know if it's on Amazon prime or, but it's, it's really, really, you probably know what I'm referring to here, but if, if somebody can Google that when they're listening to this um, and check that out, cause it is excellent. It is so well done and I watched it several months ago and I wish I would have written it down. Um, where or what platform it's on. But if you have not been exposed to what Shakara was, and it was such a polarizing promotion where people absolutely loved it, um, you need to go back and you need to check that out. And there's matches on YouTube as well, but definitely you need to experience what Shakara was because it meant so much to so many people.
3: Yeah. Now, going about these goofy characters, goofy gimmicks, how did uh, did Quackenbush come up with your original gimmick?
4: Um, I think it was – so if we go back, the first one I had was Create a Wrestler. So I think it's an idea he had, and it was just a matter of the right guy coming along. Um, and as, as much as, like, some of the gimmicks that came from that weren't my favorite things in the world, like I understood what paying my dues was about. I understood m- my wrestling ability compared to some of those guys on the show wasn't even close – so I was willing to do whatever to get a spot and just be in those locker rooms and around those amazing wrestlers. Um, but yeah, it was, I was at training and i had been showing up to training regularly. And I think he saw like, that I improve all the time. Like I'm working outside of wrestling. I'm going down to Philly. I'm still going to behind Carson's, you know, ring in the back of Carson's Pro Wrestling World. So I'm training two, three nights a week. Um, so in that gimmick, create a wrestler, right? Like think of how those video games work. You start the, the career mode. You create your guy. At first, his moves aren't very good. His stamina is not very good. His power's not very good. Um, and I think Quack saw that at that point, I wasn't the best. And to fit that gimmick, I shouldn't have been. But he saw that I was going to get better. So in order to tell that story properly, I feel like I was the right guy for the job. Um, or maybe I'm looking too much into it and patting myself on the back. That could be very true too. But um, like I kind of took that as like, my job was to make sure my power went up and my speed went up. And my technical ability went up and to improve, to make that gimmick come to life so that the matches got better. Um, the, the skill that people saw in the ring got better, just like kind of what happens in the video game. As you, you know, you put the work in your guy gets better.
2: You just kind of touched upon something I thought was really, really important. Um, a lot of young wrestlers, and we've heard this before, if they want to make a good impression on a promoter and they want to potentially get booked for a a future show and they're still training, or they might've recently just got done with training, help set up the ring, volunteer, do the chairs, do the tickets, do whatever it can, because it's those, it's those effort that you show that definitely leave an impression. And as you get better, obviously you've already kind of built something with someone. Do you feel like you see that just as much today as you saw when you were coming up that, People were willing to do some of the grunt labor things as far as, you know, volunteering to be part of the ring crew or just passing out flyers or setting up chairs.
4: Yeah, I definitely still see that today. And I think he's beyond that now, but Steve Manders is a guy who pops in mind where that guy was driving from Iowa to beyond shows in Massachusetts to set up rings, like driving from Iowa to Massachusetts by himself to set up rings, driving from Iowa to Tennessee to do it for suck grabs, right? Just hitting the road and show and face and, like it works like, yes. Yeah. I mean, is it fun to drive probably 15 hours by yourself each way? Like probably miserable. But look at that guy now, right? He's working GCW. He's working beyond. He's working AIW. He's working all over the place. He's making a name for himself. Um, and he put that work in. So he's the first guy who pop, pops into my mind um, to do that. Um, quick story for those young people out there working. Um, so when I started at PXW, we had a wrestler who was a little older. He's maybe like 40. And he had just started wrestling like two or three years before that. So he started in his late 30s. And his name was Sebastian McCool. And his Sebastian McCool's shoot job was he was an IT guy at a high school. Um, The particular high school he went to happened to be where a 16-year-old Adam Cole went to high school. Um, So Adam Cole would come to PXW shows before he started training at CZW just to be around wrestling, just to set up rings, just to set up chairs, just to ask questions, just so people knew who he was. right? And I'm pretty sure it worked out all right for that guy i think he's doing okay for himself um so there's an example of you know one of the top five wrestlers in the entire world right at 16 years old just getting his face out there making a name for himself before he ever had a chance to start training in pennsylvania you can't start i don't think till you're 17 or 18 or something I don't know. rules are silly but like, again yeah, that definitely works i do and i do see people out there and usually two three months later i see them getting spots on those shows like it's an effective strategy and it works
2: Speaking of some of the names you had mentioned before, I mean, obviously Orange and then Adam Cole. Looking back now in hindsight, which is it's always 2020, was there something that you could see in some of these people early on that you thought, okay, there is something different about them? There's something different and they really, really, really seem to want this more than, than anyone else I know. Or was it not necessarily and that maybe just kind of grew over time?
4: Um, I, I guess maybe I'll jump on the orange Cassidy bandwagon here. Like that guy's a genius in, in and out of wrestling. And like I said, we went to high school together and I'll never forget. So in high school, he was, he played soccer. He was about 120, 125 pounds. And I never forget just knowing him as this kid who just real smart, like honor roll type of kid loved wrestling. Like they had a backyard wrestling fed and all this stuff. And I remember him like, you know, I'm going to be a pro wrestler one day. And like, you know, maybe like, like, look at this kid. Like, they a little soccer player. He's 120 pounds, right? Um, and I knew those guys started. Like, that's all they ever – like, especially him. Like, I think Lucky wrestles just because he loves to wrestle. Dan, the same way. But, like, for Orange, it was always, like, wrestling or bust, even though he has multiple college degrees. Guy's super smart. Um, but very early in my career, when I – like I said, I was lucky enough to travel with him. I could tell, like, he had up here what a lot of people would never have. Right, he knew how to build matches. He understood characters. He could produce whole shows. He could edit like anything involved in wrestling. That guy took the time out of his life to learn how to do it. Um, and I never forget one time I built um, like an eight man, might have been a ten man, at an ECW show or at, at the ECW arena during a Chikara show. And Shinron was in it, and I remember Shinron coming up to me and being like, "Man, how you learn how to put those matches together like that?" And I just pointed at Orange Cassidy, and I'm like, "When that guy talks, I'll shut my mouth and I'll listen." Right. So everything I just did was something I basically ripped off from him. Like, you know, patterns of matches, blueprints, things to do, ways to make everybody important, blah, 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 blah. Like that dude's a genius. Um, And I think he's naturally an intelligent person, but that doesn't get you where he's at. He's busted his tail since he was I I met him when he was 14 or 15 and wrestling's all he's ever wanted to do. Right. Like relocated to Philly training all the time. He used to. I'll never forget this. He was a trainer at the Wrestle Factory and his classes were Monday nights. And I'll never forget, always like, dude, I don't know how you do it. When we'd pull in, like we'd be on, on the road all weekend, we'd get home like driving Sunday night. We'd we we'd meet at a parking ride. We'd get back to the parking ride like 3, 4 AM like so this is now Monday morning, right? We're all complaining that we gotta go to work for Monday. And this dude not only would go to work, but then go run his training class. Um, and then I remember, like, when Quack asked me to be a trainer, my first rule was like, hey, I'll do it as long as my class isn't on Monday. Like, I need Mondays to, like, get through work and come home and chill out. And so I was like, you know, I got lucky enough to get, like, the Wednesday 6 o'clock slot. That was nice. But that dude did that for years, right? And he is get- getting everything in the world he deserves these days, and I love every second
0: of it.
2: And, and see, that's the thing that I love to hear about th- about people. These are stories that you're not going to hear traditionally these are things that really make you if you've already really liked someone or you've gravitated towards someone and then you hear these stories of how many how much time they have put into it and how much they've loved it and and just their work ethic and and their drive it's like it even makes you want to support them even more and i think that's that's awesome that uh that you you know built a relationship up with him um let me ask you this. So as you're going through this process and your training and whatnot, you did kind of touch upon etiquette, um, you know, shut your mouth, open your ears. It, was it the same principles before as, you know, when you first get into your first locker room, you know, shake hands, sit down, do your thing. What was instilled in you as far as what was the proper way to do it? Cause we've heard varying stories about what you should and what you shouldn't do.
4: Yeah. And then like, it, it's kind of gotten a little more loose, I'd say, with COVID, because some people are just like, I'm not touching everybody's hand, right? Um, me, I'm a very laid back guy. Like, it's not going to ruin my day if you don't come up and shake my hand. I'm not going to call you out for it. I did just have the other day, um, I wrestled for New South, and they rented a building out uh, right outside of Philly. Um, but the owner of the building at the end of the show, like, really wanted to fight me because when I got there, I, apparently I missed him. I went around and shook hands. Apparently I missed him. Um, At the end of the show, all of a sudden, like I asked him if he could turn the music down so we could like film something. And he started bugging. And I'm like, my only response was like, like, I'm not I'm not like a crap starter by any means. But at the same time, if you're going to run my mouth, your mouth, I'm not going to sit there quietly. But my response was literally like, dude, I'm the nicest person in this building. And I'm the guy you you decide you're going to sit here and yell and scream at. Um, So almost like kill him with kindness while he's trying to like yell and scream in my face. So I guess to some people um, saying hello is very important. The reason I do it and the reason I'll continue to do it and tell people to do it is just because, like, you never know, like, who in this building is a promoter somewhere else, right? The guy on music could be a promoter that you never met, right? That could be your next booking. Um, Guy taking pictures or the guy even running jackets from the ring, like, could start his own company in in a couple months and take off. And you you want that guy to be on your side. Um, So I'm not saying, like, I do it out of tradition. I do it because it's in my own interest. Um, to make sure I'm, I know everybody in the building, and I'm friendly with everybody in the building. Because in wrestling, I I feel anyway, you need as many friends as you can get, because you never know who you know who you're going to need to call to be like, hey, I saw you on this show. Like, any chance you can get me a
0: spot on that show? Um, or at the same, way, maybe you can do somebody else a favor. But I highly recommend you shake everybody's hand and meet everybody. One, because it's a tradition, but two, it could really help you out in the long run. Um, the other thing I really remember being hammered home by Marshall Law Lovebug uh, was wipe your feet before you get in the ring. Um, and that that was something I I always just it just kind of stuck with me because they hammered it home,
2: um, and like I don't really know how much dirt you get off the bottom of your shoes, but if I don't have to roll around in dirt, like I prefer not to roll around in dirt. Yeah, no, I I agree with you 100. percent I feel like it's uh, that's a big part etiquette, and another thing we've heard about from a lot of people is wash your gear. Don't stink. Um, I, I just want to kind of get your, your take on that as far as, uh, obviously when you were training, it's probably something that you picked up on, uh, just because it seems like just from the vibe I get from you, it, cleanliness and, 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 just doing the right thing is an important thing. And then obviously when you start going to shows and whatnot, you probably start picking up on, uh, personal hygiene etiquette. So what were some things that you picked up early on that you would, Pass on to the next generation of wrestlers when it comes to something like that.
0: I'm not going to call anybody out, but I know stories of guys losing really, really good bookings because they smell bad. Like bookings <laughs> other people would drive across the country for, they lost because they couldn't wash their gear. Right? Nobody wants to wrestle a stinky guy. Nobody wants your stinky gear all over them. Um, it's it's one thing if we're stinky after we wrestle, like anything, we'll high five each other because we know we worked hard. But yeah. No, i don't know just wash your gear like i've seen people put like i don't know different things in their bags so their bag smells good like i just bring my i don't know i don't think there's much to it other than if you wrestle in your gear and you sweat in it bring it home and wash it i think it's that simple um wash your body put deodorant on like I, these I, these are things i think you should do even if you're not a pro wrestler like you it, wash them stink take a shower that's just common courtesy anywhere i feel like um, yeah, it is a big turnoff. I had a guy, um, It was actually a guy who flew me somewhere um, to wrestle him. It wasn't even a promoter, it was a wrestler. He's like, hey, if I fly you here, will you wrestle me? I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Um, and I thought the world of him, he was a young kid, like two years in, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I never had that happen before. And like, we get there, we start rolling around, and his ear stunk, and immediately I thought the opposite. I was just like, you flew me. Here and then, you—the first thing you want to do is make a bad impression because you your whole everything smells like rotten foot. Like, no, I don't roll around with you now before the match. No, I, and like, I don't—I I don't think I'm a terrible person for saying that. I think it's just kind of common courtesy. Um, did I still get in and roll around with them? Yeah, I did. Uh, but did I want you? No, I didn't. Um, I was very, very much not as excited anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I think—I think it just again—it goes back to being professional wrestling. Like, are people going to take you serious? Right. if you stink up the whole locker room? Are people going to want you back? Are guys in that room that you may want to wrestle going to go up to a promoter and ask to wrestle you? Mm -hmm. Think of it that way. Like you're in a locker room, you're hoping the promoter. I'm looking to wrestle that person, that person, that person, that person, person, right? So are those people going to promote it and say, hey, I'm going to wrestle that guy if they know you? You smell that problem?
2: We're having a little bit of a technical glitch here it seems like uh the audio is kind of cutting in and out on here with you
4: Okay, i'm not connected to my wi-fi would that help there we Uh, go maybe i just talk closer
3: Uh, i I, I actually think that your thumb might have been over the the microphone a little bit
4: uh maybe we're good now yeah yes absolutely all right fellas
2: So you're training, and you're getting all this great knowledge and this great uh, advice as far as etiquette, and you're really starting to put things together. What is it like once you graduate from training or you complete your training, however uh, the promotion chooses to handle it? I don't know if there's like a graduation or something to that nature, but what was it like trying to get your first bookings? I mean, obviously, uh, you had that relationship with with Mike. Um, Was that something that getting bookings was was a good transition for you or were you trying to uh rob peter to pay paul as far as trying to get your first booking
4: um i was very very lucky at the time i kind of broke into to chakara where you know the company was i had some buzz we'll put it that way the company definitely had a lot of buzz and a lot of those guys on those shows were were big name indie guys um so i definitely throw out bryce remsberg's name as a guy who helped me out a lot um Hallowick is a guy who helped me out a lot. To where those were sought after guys who were traveling all over the place. Um, And then some, I repaid this favor for guys later on down in my career. Where a lot of times when a promoter contacts you, it's like, "Hey, will you drive to Chicago, right?" Um, And they know you don't want to do that by yourself. So then they don't want to, you know, maybe what they paid for me to go later on in my career, they don't want to pay for four guys. So a lot of times it's like, "Hey, can you fill up the car for a cheaper price?" And that's how I got started. Like. Rice would get me on shows and I would take what I just wanted to go, right? Like I didn't care what they were paying me. I just wanted to be in a car with these guys, learn what they had to teach me and then really go to all these different places and States and wrestle. Um, so definitely having sought after guys around me helped a lot. Um, and I would just be always available. Hey, can you get in this car? Yep. Hey, can we take your car? Yes. Um, you know, and just, just kind of be the best team player I could be while I was in those cars. So that those guys would keep asking me to go places. Um, And then I think as other promoters see you traveling around, all of a sudden you're kind of sought after They're like, wait a minute, that guy was just in Canada. Then he was in Texas. Then he was here. And then promoters, you know, are like, then they just straight contact you and are like, Hey, what's it going to take to get you to come and wrestle for me? Um, So for me, that's kind of how it worked. Like I said, it was right place at the right time and being smart enough to cling on to Chikara. And and like, again, carrying myself as a professional so that like when Bryce was trying to fill a car, he didn't want to take the stinky guy. Like, he didn't want to take the guy who was going to, you know, piss the promoter off. He took somebody who can carry themselves like a professional at that point in time. And that's probably more important than having the best match on the show.
3: Well, you, you've had a, a long career and what were some of your favorite matches or, or favorite opponents? You, you loved working because you had that chemistry and on the flip side, Give any people that you are still on your bucket list that you want to work and will, you know, are dying to work.
4: Um, so some of my favorite opponents, um, first, the first one that always pops in my mind was, was Brody Lee. Brody Lee was a guy who was a bigger name than me and always, always, always treated me like an equal. I was fortunate enough to wrestle him in singles a couple times in Shakara. We had a whole tag team program that we ran, and he was like the first guy who, like, I didn't feel was trying to like carry me or lead me through the dance. He treated me like an equal. And when I would throw out silly ideas, which I do an an awful lot, um, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Like he was just like, okay, let's do it. Um, So I really feel he helped me kind of hone in on my storytelling abilities um, by just allowing me to do what I wanted to do and have fun. Um, So he was a guy I always really enjoyed wrestling. Um, uh, Juan Francisco is a guy I know. Um, who just I always had great chemistry in the ring with. Um, I remember like three or four years ago, a podcast asked me who was the, the steamboat to my macho man, and I, I threw his name out. Um, we always just had really great chemistry. We probably wrestled 10 times and never had a bad match. Um, they probably weren't all great, but none of them were bad. Um, still to wrestle, like, Rit, uh, you know, like I've been trying to wrestle Masha for a while now. Um, Kevin Kuza guy, him and I have been trying to wrestle each other for a while now. Um, let's see. I don't know if I'll get this one. Um, I was supposed to, uh, get a match with, uh, Daniel Garcia that I'm probably never going to get now. Um, that guy's just like for his age, he's so naturally just good at wrestling. I was on the AEW show when he was going to wrestle CM Punk and he was walking around. Like it was a normal day in his life. He was like 22 years old. He'd only been with the company like a month. And now he's about to wrestle CM Punk. And he's just walking around joking. I would have been pacing the floor the entire day till it was time to go out. Um, so, so he's a guy I'd love to wrestle too if I ever got the chance. Um, the last one to me, and this is a weird one, I've never had a singles match with Jigsaw. And Jigsaw's a guy I've been with and around for years. Um, so Jigsaw's another match that I definitely like to squeeze in before it's all said and done.
3: Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny when uh, you made the announcement and you know, and I'm scrolling down because you had numerous people commenting about it, and uh, I seen Evil Uno was on there that says, "Any promoter book me, uh, I'll, I'll take a discount." So that just shows you know how well respected you are in the
4: business. Yeah, that's my buddy, man. He he helped me out a lot too. I should mention his name, um, Evil is another one of those guys that's got a great mind for the business. Um, I remember being a young buck coming up and. And we were a tag team a little bit here or there, and trios, me, him, and Stu, in the early days of my Chikara career, and he would help me out so much. Like, hey, here's an idea, here's an idea, here's an idea. So much of what I did probably is like Ultimate Breakfast may have been his ideas. Um, but, he, yeah, he's a guy who helped me out a whole lot, and as much as we've wrestled as a team, we've never wrestled each other, so I'd love to squeeze that one in too. Um, the promoter from C4, I think, was trying to make it happen. Um, his name's Mark. He's a fantastic guy. Um, But I do hate his stinking guts because he only runs on Fridays and he doesn't run in the summer. And as a teacher, I can't get to Canada on Fridays except for in the summer. So I used to go there a lot in my early days of wrestling. And then uh, once I became a full time teacher, it kind of stopped. But he's never stopped trying to book me like at least once a year. He'll hit me up. Hey, can you make it? Can you make it? Can you make it? So I really would have loved to have been able to get up there one more time. And that probably would have been the Uno match. We probably would have made it happen up there. That's who knows one of his home companies. Yeah.
3: So, you know, you said earlier that, you know, you had about, what, three years ago that you were like, OK, this, you know, I'm going to kind of wean myself out. And you, you mentioned a WWE tryout. So uh, how did that come about where you were down at Performance Center?
4: It uh, was two people. So that was like when Quack was kind of in and out of there. I know he put a good word in for me. And the, the great fellows from 2.0 put in a good word for me. And I, uh, you know, sent my information down. Um, I got the call that I was going, right? So I'm all excited. I'm anxious. I'm nervous. I'm getting, you know, in the best shape I can get to go down there. Um, we got there on Wednesday. I want to say it was March 12th or 13th. Um, that twenty. Yeah, we're going to be in 22, 2020. 2020. Um, which you guys probably know exactly where you were that night because that is the night as we are sitting in our hotel, right? I'm in my hotel with my roommate is a wrestler from out in Chicago area. All of a sudden, NHL shuts down. NBA mm-hmm. shuts down. Yep. NCAA shuts down. My phone's blowing up. It's like Gulak texted me. Uh, Shane Matthews texted me. And they're like, guys, like they are not setting up the performance center for you to come. Um, that Wednesday, they filled NXT there. And now they just realized they weren't going to be able to film Smackdown in an arena. So they were setting up to film Smackdown Friday. So Thursday morning, we were all brought into the PC and they were just like, hey, guys, uh, this was a good idea. Monday This is not a good idea. Now Um, we promise you can all come back. uh, But we're sending you all home right now. So I was like, you know, a day away from actually getting to go down there and do my thing. Um, And then they did invite me back the following year. And my luck. Uh, they invited me in April and I broke my leg in May. So that was like, like I always say, I'm not a, a big religious guy, but maybe that is Jesus' way of telling me, hey, bud, like, you've got a great wife, two great kids, and a great job. Like, stay home. You're, that's where you belong. Uh, so I, I guess for me, yeah, that really was the sign. It's like, hey, that's not for me, um, which I kind of already knew. I just wanted to go do the tryout. I really just wanted to do it. I wanted somebody to tell me, hey, we think you're very good. We just think you're a little old. Go home. Um, I would have been perfectly cool with that. I just like I really just wanted to do it. I knew at my age, I I went down there. I just turned thirty-seven, so highly doubtful they were going to give me a job. But just to go down there and, and train in front of those guys or try out in front of those guys would have been really cool to do.
3: And and it's a, it's a shame because you're probably more athletic than most of them down there. You're probably in better shape than most of them down there. Also,
4: like I'll definitely t- tell you this: like I was really nervous and anxious. Um, obviously for like a month and a half as I knew before to get down there. Um, and then when I got down there, there were about 50 of us and like 25 were wrestlers, some indie guys I knew, Steve Manders being one of them. Um, and the other 25 were just athletes of one walk of life or another college athletes, Olympic athletes. I met um, and just different kind of personalities, but immediately like, like once I saw everybody and was kind of mingling a little bit, I, I felt at home. I was like, all right, like, I can do this. Like any nerves I had kind of went away. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to show out. Like, again, I, I'm pretty sure my age would have stood in the way. But I knew I was going to go down there and impress. Um, just cause, like I like at that point, I kind of told myself, like, you've been busting your butt for 15 years to make this happen. Like, if you're not good enough now, you're just not good enough. So I knew I was going to go down there and all my hard work was going to shine through in one way or another.
2: You know, you had mentioned before that you thought that maybe it was a sign or whatnot, but uh, being an educator, uh, I am an educator as well. Uh, I am uh, middle school and uh, woo, my friend, uh, it's a different. Yeah, world. I, got,
4: I got fifth grader, so I got them right before they hit you.
2: There you go. Right before they move up to me. Uh, it's a different world uh, educating, isn't it? It's uh, society has changed, I think, in a lot of ways. And um, it's definitely not the days that you and
4: I went to school. Would you agree? Yeah, it's a whole lot different. Technology is different. Like I happen to even teach in the town I grew up in. Um, and even like the diversity in my town, like when I grew up in the town, it was a majority white town and it is the exact opposite now. So like even the clientele are very different. Um I mean, either way, my kids are still great. Like I'm, I got some of the coolest kids come in my class. Um, I usually do get um, some of the kids who are a little bit more of a handful and um, I'll always go out of my way to find something I like about every kid, but there are some kids you absolutely fall in love with. Like you do. their personalities. And I could see why some teachers might not have the patience for them, but like some of those kids, you just need to embrace some of these kids and just let them be themselves. And they'll work for you, man. And you'll, you'll remember them forever. Like my mom still lives in town and in, in right in the busy street. And I'll, I'll go to see my mom and immediately there's, you know, four or five kids running up to say hello or hi or whatever. And it's always exciting to see old students, right? Like my fifth graders, when I see them three years later, they're all taller than me and have little mustaches. So they go from like <laughs> little boys to grown men, but they're, they're still pumped to see me. And I'm at that point now in my career, where I've been getting like emails from old students checking in. And that's awesome. Like somebody just saying, like, Hey, you said this to me one time, thank you or whatever. Um, so like, again, that's why I said. Like leaving wrestling for me, I think is easier than for a lot of people just because I have a job. I already love, like I'm perfectly content retiring one day as as a fifth grade teacher. Um, So it's not like I'm leaving and trying to figure out what's next. The only thing I've got to figure out is like what to do with my like downtime I'm going to have. I'm not used to that.
2: One thing I will say before I throw it to the writ for the the big question. I don't know if you've been tipped off since you guys are buddies, but he's got a big question. But I see a Don Mattingly sign on the wall. Uh, This one. we got a little, is that Don Mattingly? A little Yankee action right there.
0: Yeah, little
4: Don Mattingly. When I was Dasher Hatfield, I always hid that I love the Yankees. Like, I've got, if I took you with a tour of my little man cave right here, actually go watch my life of. Um, the, the, uh, I don't know if the tour made it into the life of. It might have got cut out. I might be in the bonus scenes. Um, but uh, yeah, I've got, I've got a heck of a collection, man, going on in here. I, I got two baseballs over there. Derek Jeter hit during batting practice that he autographed for me. I got an A Rod over there. I'm a big Bernie Williams guy. I think there's three Bernie Williams in here. I got a whole collection of bats. I got a lot of Mattingly around here, some Niner stuff. I got sports all over the place.
2: I think we realize that the Yankees are America's team. I mean, let's be honest. When it comes to baseball, nothing is more Americana than apple pie and the New York Yankees, the pinstripes. my friend. Am I right or am I wrong?
4: I mean, as a Yankee fan, you're right. But I always hate being a Yankee fan as Dasher Hatfield because you either love the Yankees or you hate the Yankees. And I wasn't trying to you know, lose out on some t shirt sales because somebody fi- finds out I was a Yankee fan <laughs> and they took it to heart. Now,
3: so, now okay. can, you, can you please tell Freeland who you told everybody was your favorite team when you were Dasher?
4: The Marlins.
3: Everybody loved the underdogs. The and that, that Marlins,
0: was it. I, wow.
4: I fell in love with the Marlins when they, and beat, they beat my team in the World Series, but that was the second time they did that in like a four or five year span where they had this ragtag bunch of guys. They come in and to do it against the Yankees is like, you can't even be mad. Like there's this is ragtag. The team was imploded like three years before. They scratched their way into the wild card. They make it all the way to the World Series and then they beat the Yank. They beat you know the evil empire that is the Yankees. Like all the respect in the world, man. Like even um, a done like, well. Like, like, good for Greg Council.
2: My gosh, it's it's crazy. I feel like there's so much more meat on the bone, and, and we're definitely going to have to have a part two as well. You are a a very good uh, storyteller as well. So, I mean, we're going to have to bring you back and uh, tell more stories because I feel like there's so many things that we haven't got a chance to touch upon. But um, is there any chance we can twist your arm and bring you back again?
4: Yeah, you have to check in, I think, once the 10th one's over, right? Because it's, that's, that's all new territory to me. Podcasts and wrestling, this is all stuff I'm very familiar with. But like, I, I still have no idea what that feeling is going to be like, you know, when the boots come off and I leave them lay and I take off, like, like, just, I don't know if I'm going to be sad. I don't know if I'm going to be relieved. I don't know if I'm going to be excited. Like, I have no idea. So time will tell. So maybe we chat after that. Are you going to document the journey? Uh, I actually am. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that and not. it's supposed to be a surprise, but the life of people gave me the GoPro back. Um, and it has already started. I had my first of my 10 matches last weekend or two weekends ago. Um, and the GoPro's in hand.
2: Love it. Love it. So excited. Um, now it's a part of the show that we turn it over to your good friend, The Ritt. He's going to ask you the question. It's uh, it's not the ACT. It's not the SAT. Uh, but it's something similar to that. Ritt, the floor is yours.
3: First off, two questions. First one is, because I've always wanted to know this. In a beer chugging contest, who wins? You or Dan Champion?
4: Oh, Dan Champion. We've done it. I've been on a show. His, his little thing. He came and visited me when I broke my leg and I had surgery. He came over. I had my little scooter. I had my beer and my basket on my little scooter. Uh, and, and we had a little chug off Vietnam. Yeah, no, no, I got nothing for Dan.
3: I, I've, I've seen him take down beers, and it's like, good Lord.
4: It's like, one swallow. Yeah, It's one
3: swallow. And I'm like, how? Yeah. But... Here, here comes the SAT question.
4: Oh, jeez.
3: Hot Tub Time Machine. You can go back in the time to any match in pro wrestling history. Taking somebody out, and we're putting the best, the best, the best, the best into that match. And, and if you don't know the inside joke there, you're going to have to watch some of
4: those matches. cool this is a tough one. And you might have to help me out. So I'm, and I'm I'm having trouble remembering who else was in this match. There was a Kurt Angle WrestleMania match. And I could totally be making this up. I've been hitting the head a lot. That was a triple threat. we remember this? Kurt
2: Angle,
3: Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton. That so. was
2: WrestleMania 22
4: in Chicago, I believe. There you go. I'm taking Randy Orton out. I'm wrestling Kurt Angle and Rey Mysterio at the same time. That's got to be the coolest freaking thing ever. Like, Kurt Angle's my dude. Rey Mysterio is just the greatest high flyer of all time, so I'd love to base for him a little bit. Like, that would be so much fun. Now, I'm sorry, Randy Orton. I know you're, you're, you're the go too, but out of the three, you, you're the one who's got to go. Or if we could just make it a four-way, that would be even cooler too. But if somebody's got to go, see you later, Randy Orton. Give me Angle and Rey Mysterio.
3: Man, hey, that, that, that's... That's the first time we ever heard that. And and wait, wait, is it? Oh, wait! I thought my phone was ringing. I, I thought it was you.
4: Hey, man, what's up? We, I'm, I'm free on the fifteenth. What's making it worse is I am free on the fifteenth. Well, hey, hey, don't don't put that in
2: in in Ritt's ear because I mean we got. Have you ever had a chance to work uh, for um, AAW up in Chicago?
4: Um, no, and that's like a. Like I'm a little grumpy about that because my good buddy Sydney Bacabella knows knows those guys really well, and I know Dr. Keith very well. Um, and Sydney has always been like, "Hey, I'm getting you booked there. Hey, I'm getting you booked there. Hey, I'm getting you booked there." And I don't, I don't think Sydney's lying. I just think somebody says, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna," and then never gets around to it. So man, I don't know. Maybe I'm not their their uh, cup of tea. I'll, man, I'll talk to a little birdie. Hey, you I, do it. You make that happen.
3: Uh, hey, I would love to see you and Josh Alexander.
4: That should have happened by now, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like we'd go in there and bang pretty hard. And he's a guy like me who I feel like it took him years to get as good as he is. Like he's a guy I remember meeting in Maryland a bunch of years ago um, and then just watching the evolution from afar. That's a dude who's got some years in and some hours of just work to get great like he is now.
3: But Let hey. Me- Last oh, question ahead.
2: I want to ask you really quick. I know we're, we're pressed up against the clock. Am, am I going over, Ritzter? Am I uh, with time?
3: Well, I, I, he is a superstar, Freeland.
2: He is. He is. He's. He's got things to do. Best guy in the business today right now. Best guy going right now. Best girl going right now, in your opinion. You're going to start
4: a company. you got to pick one guy, one girl. Um, Ruby Soho, just because I love her so much, and she's so amazing. She's such a good professional wrestler um best guy going right now um maybe i'm gonna go with like i mean to me daniel bryan's wrestling i have is mind. brian danielson again is just so much fun to watch right now but i'm gonna go wheeler Utah just because he's a guy like i've watched him evolve and become what he is today um and he's just flawless and he's so fun to watch and he works so hard so not that i think he's on the level of, of brian danielson by any means but like he'll get there. Like I have no doubt. And rapidly, he gets better and better and better and better and better every time you see him.
2: Awesome. Brother, I, this was so much fun. And like I said before, we were going to touch base with you again. Uh, we'll probably be touching base with you either myself or Rit. Uh, on probably some dates as well, thrown your way just to see if, uh, if your schedule is open, but I can't wait to get a chance to talk to you once this journey has ended and see what's next for you.
4: Well, I appreciate you guys having me on fellas. Have a good night.
3: Hey, do you want to plug where we can uh, Where you? Can oh, that's right. right I up? forgot the
2: plugs. Oh, plug. my goodness. Jeez. I'm what over what it. a schmo. I'm what good, a schmo. Good. Plug I'm whatever good, you want to plug. T-shirts, um, websites, all that good stuff.
4: I'll be at Restival. I'll be at Restival. I'll plug Restival. It's going to be a great three-day weekend run by the great folks at Beyond Wrestling. Um, but I'll be wrestling for Pizza Party Wrestling on the 30th, and I'll be wrestling for a sub-slash-action wrestling
0: show on the 31st uh, and i'm really really excited about it nice
2: all right well that that's gonna do it thanks for stopping
3: by Uh, i appreciate it always and uh when a date opens up you let me know front row material sponsoring that match
4: Ah, you're a beautiful man i appreciate you all right fellas have a good one
2: you too we'll talk to you soon thanks take Take care. care
4: All right, a
2: very good professional wrestler. Many may say a fantastic professional wrestler, even a better human being. Um, a fellow educator as well. Got nothing but love for that. And I love the fact also that you know he's he seems content. He seems like, hey, you know what? When it's time to walk away, it's it's time to walk away. You know, I got a great career that I love, and I love to hear that he loves teaching fifth grade. Um, people like me need people before they get to middle school to, to be a good influence on them. And it wants to spend more time with his wife and kids. And I mean, that's what life's about. And I think that's awesome. So good for him. And I can't wait to see what happens in the next 10 matches, but you and I need to, we need to put some, some messages in people's ears. If you know what I'm saying.
3: Freeland, he already has all 10 matches booked. Three of them are, he said, were you know, not hundred percent confirmed. I am on the ground floor. He said he will come to me first, and Front Row Material will sponsor that match. And he's been dying to get a very good professional wrestler versus Masha Slamovich.
2: Man, I think we can make that happen.
3: I, I've, I've talked to both of them; they're ready. You know, let's do it. So sponsored you by Front Row Material.
2: I like it. I like I can't it a lot. Wait.
3: Well, hour one is over. In the books. But, uh, hey, just want to throw it out there. That was this week. Next week, Freeland, guess who's stopping by?
2: Tell me who's stopping by. Bam! There it is. Angelina Angelina Love. Love. There she is, guys. Do not miss it. It's going to be on the 28th of December. Angelina Love stops by Front Row Materials brand. She talks all things wrestling, what's going on in her career uh, if you have questions, whatnot, you're going to be able to jump into the chat. and We'd be more than happy to pass those questions along as well. But we'll be chatting with her. So the ship keeps going, my friend. The wheels keep on turning. We are getting so many good guests. We're getting traction. And uh, honestly, it's all because the listeners. If it weren't for you guys, it would just be Britt and I talking to ourselves.
3: Exactly. And, you know, no one wants to listen to that.
2: No, no.
3: But, hey, if you if you don't want to just listen to us.
2: How about you wear some of the merch? Wear some of the merch. Bam! Oh, I want you to read that to everybody. Guys, head on over to brainbustertees.com
3: forward slash other forward slash front dash row dash material forward slash. Hey, we've got all the merch up there from every show on the brand. We've got your six degrees of written renegade. That's
2: a damn good show, by the way.
3: We've got your front row material stamp shirt. We've got your Front Row Material, written Freeland shirt. We've got your Call to Beardo. This goes out to you, book. And we've got your Future Stars now. We've got everything on there. We've got T-shirts. We've got kids' T-shirts. Some Mikey Stars. You can get a shirt. We've got beanies. We've got stamps. We've got hoodies. We've got zip-ups. We've got it all. Head on over to BrainBusterTees.com.
2: It never stops you in the Mikey comments, does it?
3: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Mikey Starks is a good human being. I mean, gosh, you're a cruel person. You realize that? All right, guys, don't go anywhere. Coming up in the next hour, we have something very special we're going to be doing. Uh, Something uh, I would like to say special on my end, but maybe not. Uh, We'll go into all of that. And let you know what a great cause that we're going to be supporting. So please make sure you have your wallets ready. And uh, make sure you're ready to watch something that I'm going to be doing. Which I may be regretting. This may be on par with the garlic powder. It may not be. um, But you know Uh, what? We'll get into all of that.
3: There's no way this is going to compare to the garlic powder. It
2: may. It may not. But you know what? At the end of the day, it is completely worth it. Uh, We'll go into all of that. When we come back, don't go anywhere. It's Tuesday night. And this is front row material. I'm too sexy for my love, too
0: sexy for my love, love's going to leave me. shirt, too sexy for my shirt, so sexy, it hurts, and I'm too sexy for Milan, too sexy for Milan, New York and Japan, take it,
5: and I'm too sexy
0: for your party, too sexy for your party, no way, I am disco dancing. I'm a model, you know what I mean, and I do my little turn on the cow walk. Yeah, on the cow walk, on the cow walk. For my hat too sexy for my hat What do you think about that Hogan? i'm a model you know what i mean and i do my little gun
3: and we're back i am the writ and well as you see is the spirit of freeland's aunt in that chair and well guys we were just talking about next week's guest angelina love and i think i'm making an executive decision that this is going to be the first time ever a YouTube exclusive. So if you want to watch this interview next week, you're going to have to head over to YouTube and search Front Row Material, hit the follow button, and you get to watch the interview with Angelina Love next week, exclusively on Front Row Material's YouTube page. And, well, guys, it's panel time. So, joining me and Freeland's aunt's uh, spirit is a returning champion. He's a man's man. His heart is as big as Freeland's stomach. He's our good friend from the north, Mr. Butt. Hello, Mr. Ritt. How's it going,
5: buddy?
3: Not bad. Holy shit! How are you doing?
5: I'm doing well. Been been a busy couple weeks. Uh, getting ready for the holidays now. Things are good. How about yourself, my bud?
3: Hey, not bad. You know, can't wait to see you back this Thursday on Call to Beardo,
5: That's where cool. we will be
3: discussing the career Crush. of Crush. So good,
5: underrated career.
3: Yes. You know, Renegade and I were talking a little bit after six degrees of written Renegade, and well, you know, I, I took him down a little memory memory road, and man, Renegade was what was a little baffled. So he's like, hey, "I don't remember this. I didn't remember this." So hey, Thursday's going to be great at eight o'clock.
5: It'll be a good time. Tune in.
3: Next up, we have the other half of. The Canadian Tag Team Champions. He is Mike
0: Hawk.
6: You, you didn't say it right. You didn't say it right. Oh. Say it quick. Say it quick. Mike Hawk. There you go.
3: Oh, and Freeland. Freeland's ant spirit is gone, and the Freeland is back.
2: Yay. So <laughs> hey look it's the bike rider
3: (laughs) what's going on cha-ching cha-ching so so mike what's been going on over in your uh your your end of the woods
2: oh you're talking about me uh oh no no
6: this mike right this mike
2: the the other one
6: the other one yeah uh i'm not used my name yet (laughs) uh just working my ass off the one night off i have this week so you know i told the uh manager to kick rocks. I'm like, hey, if I can't make it to FRM, I quit.
2: That's it. Fuck you. I'm out. I'm like, I'm
6: out. I don't give a fuck. And she's like, well, you know, I guess we need to keep you so you can have Tuesday off. I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter because I wouldn't be here anyways. So.
3: (laughs) Hey, hey, speaking of speaking of people telling other managers to kick rocks. Mm
7: -hmm.
3: Next up, we've got Anton Heiden. He's back. There
6: he
8: is. what's good, guys. God damn Everything. it,
3: Freeland. G- g- give us a God damn it, Freeland.
8: Mike Freeland. God damn it.
2: Love it. Love it. That should be a shirt. Sacrilegious. Sacrilegious. Have you met me? <laughs> yeah. And I'm on Christmas break, so... <laughs> does not apply.
8: Hey, okay. Sunday was my birthday. My birthday is six days before Christmas. I am 28, so... Happy, Happy birthday. Tornado. Thank you, guys.
5: Happy birthday.
8: Thank yeah, you.
3: We, we sit there. And we threw out well wishes for you last week. You know, because uh, everything that was going on close by to you. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Surviving Tornado, I'm well, so. Speaking
3: of, that- su- speaking of surviving, he is a survivor. He is the man that hosts MWO. He is the man that let me take the title off of Mikey Starks on Thirsty Thunder Thursdays. He is Mr. Mike Cook.
9: Hey. He How's it going, everyone? Happy Tuesday. Yeah. FRN family. It's good to be back again.
2: Good to yep. see you, my friend. Good to see you. Did I miss the butts introduction? Yes. 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 You did. Well, I'm well, sorry. If you even introdu- uh miss the uh
3: introduction of your aunt uh aunt spirit when i we came
2: back and it was just the chair. Oh it was just the chair that's right yes yeah she is with me forever and always uh mainly because we we never got we never got the chair cleaned <laughs> but oh my god
3: wow. oh my god hold on hold on bam <coughs>
2: But. Oh man! Oh geez. He's finally back, and we're doing this to him on his first, <laughs> first night back. But we got we, we we, 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 we got to take it to the butt. Where are you at right now? Where are you at right now? I think you're. I think you're kind of in the silly category, but I could be wrong. <laughs>
5: I'm, I'm, I'm in the green zone. I'm happy, calm, focused.
2: No, you are you, you, I'm calm on, for now. Give it
5: five on, minutes.
3: Uh, you're focused on not choking. Yeah. yeah
5: I think the wife poisoned my coffee.
3: Are you sure? Um,
5: oh, man. And am I sure she poisoned my coffee? Yeah, probably.
3: It's got to happen
6: at some point, right? So.
3: Hey, Freeland, yeah. do, you, do you want to sit there and, and hit out the FRM uh,
2: chat line? Yes, I want to hit it. Uh, are you ready for this one, Anton?
8: Yep, bring it on.
2: All right, let's go ahead and let's put it out there. Uh, hold on. You, you, you have the banner up there? I'm not going to use my number again this week. You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, there's there's no banner. It got deleted. How did it get deleted? Give the number out, Anton.
8: Oh, uh, it is. Load, motherfucker.
3: Nine zero one. I think. it no, is. No, it's and not. It's nine three seven.
8: It is nine
6: three seven five zero four twenty seventy one. ECW fan. We're looking forward to hearing from you first. What's yeah. the over under, guys? <laughs> I think he's probably within thirty seconds. He'll get in, get out. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. And he like hands mean, he doesn't
2: up. even stick around for a, like a rebuttal no. or anything. No, he just that's okay. Oh, so, great. I gi- think it's awesome. Give us a call on the hotline. Uh, <laughs> we we'll more than happy to. Holy shit! There he is. Roll it. To accept, press one to
7: send a voicemail.
2: It's a fucking prison call again. Yeah. You're on.
0: All right. Hey guys. Anton, I'm, I'm just, first of all, I'm glad you're all right. We were all worried about you during that uh, tornado the other week. Um, the second thing is, I'm really glad you're back, because the guy who replaced you really fucking sucks. They hard to call him like three times normally. he doesn't pick up his fucking phone. God damn it, Freeland. Pick up your fucking phone when you're a goddamn receptionist. All right, guys, bye. I'll talk to you later.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow he ECW wow. fan knows how Eric. we
2: all feel when we're trying to get yes. a hold of Freeland. No shit. Yeah.
7: That's yeah, not that's accurate. Not. I
2: am easily able to be reached, <laughs> or reached or reached around, whatever it takes.
5: Yeah, uh, yeah there's going to be some long-ass arms reach around you.
6: Wow. A couple of sets of arms upon uh, my reach. You guys it's... are
2: terrible. You're, you're terrible, you terrible, me? terrible. I did. So let's talk about what, uh, what we're going to do here. So this is the way... Uh, this panel is going to work tonight, so uh, I'm probably going to need the Ritzer to hang around a little bit. If you're willing to do that, Ritzer, uh, just 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 a smidgen. So we have our topics that we're going to be t- talking about, and I am going to every single time someone uh, goes ahead and does a donation, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a packy chip. So I have the these are if you can see these these are the the haunted ghost peppers so from my research this is not as hot as the one chip death challenge that one is roughly 1.5 1.6 million Scoville units um these individually are just 1 million a piece um so That's it's all. it's it's under that but i did want to talk about a couple of things first because um some people have asked me so what is the what is the difference you know how does heat indexes work and How does the heat stuff work? So I'm going to read this off to you. So mild is anywhere from 100 to 2,500 Schoolville units. Medium is anywhere from 2,500 to 30,000. So that's a pretty wide range. Um, And then uh, hot is 30,000 to 100,000. Extra hot is 100,000 to 300,000. In extremely hot is anything above three hundred thousand, and this ghost pepper is a million. So, uh, the only thing that is hotter than this would be the Packy one chip death challenge. Uh, Packy also does a uh, a nut challenge as well, which I think I'm going to have to try this at some point.
8: Oh God, you can't do that on air. Yeah, I think that's illegal. Where the fuck's Moon Dog?
5: Only fans for sure.
8: Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I don't think we have a moon dog. So you know what? As soon as we get our very first uh, person to make a donation, I believe uh, we have Filthy Tom in here. He's going to be monitoring everything. He's going to be able to post in the chat when somebody has actually made a donation. And that's oh, when we will
5: officially
2: you did donate, and we do appreciate that. I'm actually going to give some shout outs to people who have already donated already. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you already donated, th- th- how many? I don't
5: want do- I don't want a shout out. I want to see you eat a chip.
8: I want to see you eat one because you didn't wish me happy fucking birthday Sunday, motherfucker.
9: Which means you know, that's two chips because you didn't wish me one on the eighth of December either. You didn't, of didn't
6: that, of either. <laughs> you didn't wish birthday, me one on the thirteenth of
2: September either.
5: I birthday on the twenty fifth of February.
6: Yeah.
2: Celebr- no, Mother stop fucker. it. We're not doing birthdays, you jackasses. <laughs> you guys, you're fucking crazy. Uh let's see. I want to pull up some shout outs. Here, hold on quick. People. I'm not really sure. I think you can uh, PayPal, Anthony.
6: Should be able to.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there and uh give a little little throwing out there. Uh Freeland, you're gonna go away for a minute.
0: Hey guys, so so
3: so what you do if you're gonna donate ten dollars, just donate one dollar ten times. So that's ten chips
2: Freeland has to eat.
0: No. Oh, oh, oh.
2: You oh, can officially go fuck yourself. Uh that is not the way the rules are played. You said every time there's a donation. If you <laughs> make a donation, if you make a donation, I will go ahead and consume a chip as I'm no, none of this to – shut up. Don't listen to him. He hey, you
6: didn't draw be, it up with a lawyer, okay? This isn't going to work. It's every donation.
9: On. Yeah, but Freeland did say within reason. Yeah, so come
2: this, on, within this, this, reason. This really I'm doing the best I can right now. He reason, doesn't have reason. Um, so, <laughs> I'm not going to go into, into the whole detail, obviously, because I do want to respect the privacy, but um, uh, our good friend Filthy Tom has had a passing in his family. It, it was devastating. And as we all know, it's the holidays, and – these type of things definitely take a lot out of you emotionally, mentally, uh, financially as well. And if there's anything that I can do, um, and through the use of FRM to maybe help in some way, shape or form guys, please go ahead and donate. Um, things are crazy right now. And I think the last thing families need to worry about right now is a lot of financial expenses when they're trying to heal. And, um, uh, so I will be willing to do whatever it takes. And, and literally, if somebody told me I'll donate money, if you go ahead and grab garlic powder, I will go grab garlic powder again because at the end of the day, uh, I will be fine. But the most important thing is our good buddy, Filthy Tom. And that's, uh, that's how I feel. So at the end of the day, you do what you got to do for family. And we are all family in the wrestling podcast world. So, all right, um, let me see here really quickly before I get started. And before the donations start rolling in, and and it's not celebrating birthdays either. (laughs) You pecker celebrate birthdays. birthdays. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? A bunch of people uh, had already made donations, and I was going to try to read those off. Let's see here. Here we go. I would like to read off the following. And and if I miss your name, once again, I do apologize. Uh, I'm getting these updated sent to me as quickly as possible. Uh, Ashley Forbes, Jesse Rodriguez, Brian Reeves, Rebecca Stewart. Uh, Mary Riley, uh, Stephen Shanahan, uh, Jamie, I believe it's Crow. Let me see. Uh, okay, yep. Uh, Jessica Dar, thank you. Michael Ashby, Christopher Butt, Jay Milwar, uh, Drew Cook, Sam Chip Chase, and that's everybody I have so far. But we will continue to get those. And if I forgot your name, I do apologize. Once again, if you go ahead and throw a donation in, I will absolutely uh, make sure that your name gets read as well. Uh, and Filthy Tom will make sure that it gets go ahead and sent over to me. All right. Uh, so just to get, give you an idea of what I have right here. So I got the chips right here, but I also have uh, the milk as well, just in case. And if any point in time I have to go dark, uh, I may actually go ahead and get uh, sick. All right. So uh, Filthy Tom, if you can put in how much the person – I uh, went ahead and, and donated. I will get ready for the very first one, and uh, we will get started with uh, the topics. I'm a little nervous here. I'm not going to lie to you guys. All right. Did you get this okay through Megan? She she's in bed, so I mean, if if shit goes haywire, shit goes haywire.
6: I have to wake All her right. up again. Tell her you have to go to the hospital. Yeah.
2: All right, Ravencraft donated $10. Thank you so much. Croft 1. This is going to be the... (laughs) Wow. Um, Okay, so before I take the very first chip, and I'm going to hold each chip up. There's a lot of chips in this bag. Um, I'll let you see. It is pretty caked with ghost pepper. It is pretty caked with ghost pepper. All right, so... Uh, first topic tonight, a uh, big update on uh, Hammerstone. He ex- he signs an extension with MLW. Guys, let's talk about this. So Court Bauer has a big, major uh, coup uh, signing Hammerstone to another extension. I believe he's going to be with the company through 2023 now. So let's go and let's first start off with my Cook. My Cook, what's your thoughts on Hammerstone sticking with MLW?
9: I'm loving it. Yeah. Um... Right now, MLW needs a strong baby face, and they got one with Hammerstone, someone that they slowly build up. Um, him being world champion to me has been like two years in the making ever since he became national openweight champion. And I feel like him as national openweight champion, it's uh, anyone world, the current champion, they got big shoes to fill. But I like the fact that we have a, a, a strong point like um, Hammerstone on, MLW a lot longer because um, as I've noticed, it feels like it's becoming a revolving door again in MLW, and how long people are staying in. With the uh, current split of contra unit, we don't know what's going to happen next. So to have a mainstay like their world champion, this 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 is big big news
2: for MLW. Um, no, I agree completely. Uh, let's go ahead and let's throw it over to the butt. Uh, Hammerstone, big, big agent, free agent, and obviously staying with MLW is a thing because we know a lot of other promotions were trying to court him. Do we feel like at the end of the day, this guy's going to be even a bigger deal once his contract expires and he ends up going somewhere else?
5: Most likely. I mean, he's with him in MLW, he's benefiting from he's a big fish in a small pond. Not, not taking nothing away from him. Uh, I don't know a hell of a lot about him, but what I have done a bit of research on, he seems to be solid. got a great look. I mean, the guy looks like a million bucks. Right, he's a little bit that I've seen. He's got some decent matches. But, you know, he's definitely benefiting from being there. He's just going to increase his name value. I'm sure he's going to be in other different federations. This is not an exclusive contract. Just shove Rain that in your mouth. Freedom.
2: Thank you very much, Anonymous, um, for your donation. Thank you so very... <laughs> 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 We're just getting started, man, and it is it is down the throat right now. Uh, I feel like she my, said. my sinuses yep. are opening up, so here's chip number two. <laughs> down the throat. There we go.
6: Okay. Yeah.
5: But no, oh, I think guy. he'll definitely benefit. He's going to increase his name value and hopefully he's going to get some more money out of it. when He, he is going to end up going somewhere else. MLW is only going to get you so far.
2: I agree. Anton, what's your thoughts on Hammerstone? And do you think that Court Bauer is going to be able to hold on to him after it expires in 2023? Or do you think that he's going to be one of those young guys like MJF, where after his initial contract is up, he's going to go to the highest bidder?
8: Think he'll probably bail at this point, but think of also the number of you know like I know they've had two separate runs as a company, both you know back in the day and now. But that's neither here nor there. Think of how many fucking people they've put on though. Like, yo, you know MLW's done some good shit both back in the day and now. Kind of a fan, bits that I've watched, but I don't follow it religiously. The early shit is like, I won't. It's not XPW level ripoff ECW, but it's still like. Here, if you can't tell what the fuck, you know, we got an influence from, we can't paint it any more clearly. It's different now, but I
2: still enjoy it. Like but money speaks, we all know this. Uh Liam, what's your what's your thoughts on Hammerstone? Are you a big fan of him? Um, do you think that this is somebody who has a, a great upside, or do you think he's just gonna be one of those guys who just kinda floats around the smaller promotions?
6: No, I, I uh, I've seen some of his work. Uh, he's he's solid. He, he, uh, he has a really good move set. He's got a great look. Uh, I don't get the whole Hulk Hogan thing. Like that's just a little bizarre to me, but you know, whatever. Uh, but he's, uh, he's got the talent. So, uh, I appreciate that, but he, he will definitely be someone that other promotions will be looking at. Uh, they're going to be paying attention to him, obviously. Cause yeah, he's locked up now, but I mean, was it three years he said or something?
2: I think it it's it, it goes through twenty twenty
6: three. Yeah, okay. So a couple of years. So he's uh so in that couple of years they're gonna be looking at him. NXT I think would benefit from him greatly if he ever left. But yeah, I don't see him going past another couple of years there because he's he's got too good of a look and he's uh too good of a wrestler to uh probably be sticking around not not taking anything away from MLW because they're doing a good job, but you know. You got to think of where the money is, right?
2: What are you guys thinking of? What are you guys thinking about MLW's <laughs> uh, Aztec uh, Aztec Underground? They're more of a Spanish. Um, ooh, that's building. Um, <laughs> their Spanish. Um, yes, their, their version of Lucha Underground. What What are your thoughts on that? And this kind of goes to anybody.
5: Don't know anything about it.
8: Nothing. I thought it was cool because they brought back the dude who was, you know, the head figure in Lucha underground, the bits I've seen of it. I've liked, but like I said, I don't follow it regularly enough, but I also didn't follow Lucha underground super regularly either. I only got to see the first two seasons cause it ended up on Netflix. And I know the other two seasons are on Tubi, but that runs like actual TV. There's commercials and shit on that. So fuck that. I don't have the time or patience for that shit, but I always thought it was cool. Like, I like the cinematicness of it. How fucking weird it could be, if we're being real honest. Like, I always thought that shit was pretty intriguing.
2: No, I, I agree with you as well. Uh, we got another donation, so it's packy number three. Freeland, I thought you kept me here to do this stuff, and, I, you're, fight- I, and, you're, and you're fighting me the whole way. I didn't realize you were doing that. I, we must have been hitting at the same time. Hold on, that's not a big chip. Let's get a good one. Well. well, well
9: I, I, Sorry, I... Freeland. That was me that donated.
2: Oh, this is definitely like. Can you see the dust? Yeah, that no. is
3: cake. Yes, yeah. I, I, I hope you read Tom's thing. Don't touch your face. And, uh, I know. I'm not trying to I'm, touch I'm, my face. I'm glad you're wearing glasses for once, because man, if you had rub your eyes, game over.
6: I hope you don't have to take a piss after this.
5: Man, that's gonna that's what I was thinking. That's going to Wash, no, your,
6: hands Wash yeah. your hands first. Wash your hands
3: first. What's he the problem? Uses, oh, he, he uses squeezes for that. He ain't touching it with his hands.
6: Oh, he's feeling the love from the he's
2: chip. even more, my... he said.
8: Ooh.
2: Oh, my God. It's like I'm eating... I'm eating... Oh, wow. <clears throat> it's like I'm eating Vicks. It's just like... <laughs> it is intense. <clears throat>
8: So, uh, who oh. who can I PayPal money to?
2: Um. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. <laughs> wow. He's
6: pretend he doesn't know now. Yeah. No,
2: you can PayPal uh, Filthy Tom, and uh, hopefully Tom can uh, give his information. Or, you,
8: or Tom, you can you hit me in the chat.
2: Yeah, hit him up in the chat or DM it's uh yeah it's it's in the back of my throat right now it's like a lighter is like just like hovering back here it's a
6: good thing you have that pullover hoodie on because that's really going to keep you warm
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh i might go down a i might go down a cup size tonight i might sweat so hard
5: i feel like i got hosed on this
2: uh, what, hold on, hold on, hold on. But hold on, get the get the screen back up, get the screen back up, so we can see the ass man, ass man. You made a donation, I will, I will do it for your donation.
5: And be- four chips. Four yep.
2: <laughs> four chips? Right. yep. Four chips. All right. Four chips. Holy shit! I mean, that was a was a hundred buck. I mean, let's well, here we go.
5: Um, that was hundred American. That's like seven thousand dollars Canadian.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay, oh, God. Oh, gosh, if I would not laughing, I'd be crying. These are broken up into pieces now, so I'm going to have to. So there's this, and there's this, and uh, then there's three this. More. And then there's this big mf There we go. And then I'll also throw in this guy.
9: That's the deal. Freeling, you should have wore a headband for this.
2: Oh man, it's just it like it's a slow burn, but it just it doesn't stop because I keep throwing this dust all into it.
6: I you think should've he should have worn some depends because you know that's gonna save his asshole from when he uh, you know squirts fire out of it. So
9: we do have Mike World Order thongs for pooping on the go.
6: Well, I mean, a thong oh a nice idea, idea, but I don't know if it's going to cover everything, right? So, woo!
9: All right, oh, ooh, ah. I, I don't want I don't want that visual, man. Yeah. Oh, I, sure I don't either. Trust me. Visual. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Freeland. That's <laughs> your <in> my day.
0: <laughs> I love you, bud. oh, 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 oh my gosh. Oh. Just-
9: just watching this is messing with my acid reflux. Oh.
6: God, I'm gonna take a drink of my cold, uh, <laughs> cold beer here. <coughs>
9: and, uh, oh, I mean, mm. this... I feel like I should take a sip of my cold sake. <sighs>
3: yep. Uh,
6: oh, Anton's there's... got some cold water. There we go.
2: Yeah. Our next topic. Rikishi Rikishi says, "Umaga, it's time. It's long overdue." Before he is in the WWE Hall of Fame, Uh, I'm gonna first throw it to Ant. Anton, go ahead. ahead."
0: Wow. (laughs) He (laughs) said.
1: Oh, my God. It's uh, between my gums now.
8: Oh, God. Oh, gosh. God damn it, my friend. God damn it. Um, I do agree. I'm sorry to laugh at your pain. Oh, God damn. You're not sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was about no, to say sorry and shit. Sorry and shit. Sorry and shit. I'm sorry.
9: Uh-huh. Rick made a donation.
2: No, he didn't. I made Fuck a donation. You. No, you didn't.
9: <laughs> he I'm did. It. It's on the chat. Yep, you did.
2: Where? Where is it? Put it on the fucking dollars <laughs> <$100. laughs> is not done yet, man. It's still burning, man.
9: This is the most I ever heard Freeland curse. Oh,
5: <laughs> you got God. it. J- fucking J-Rod God. said Freeland's asshole is going to be in the red zone tonight. Oh, my God. crap,
2: <laughs> <Yep. For sure. laughs> man. i like have a fucking sphincter. <sighs> uh, hold on. So, <sighs> let's get to Freeland the real quick. Did, um, did Anton donate? I did. How, how oh, how yeah.
8: I only spent 10 bucks. but...
2: Anton and the Rit donated? Anton, so myself, and... uh I got Mike Cook's, though. Didn't I eat yours, Mike? Yeah. I ate Mike's. Oh, and, oh. and and Anthony, also sent.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: thank you to um, everyone. Thank you,
7: Anthony.
2: <sighs> <laughs> holy, holy cow, dude. I had no idea that it was... I mean, like, this bag is just... Hey, hey, Freeland, what,
3: what, what, what you, when you're making that, huh, huh I'm, get,
2: I'm getting a flashback. <laughs> I'm getting a
3: flashback. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, Freeland, um, when
0: you eventually go to the hospital, don't stop recording. We gotta get this through until the end, because we're going to flap our fucking asses off while yours is burning off. Okay, bye guys. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye.
2: So oh. so who oh. oh god damn it. So who all donated? Seriously, just just give me a number. <laughs> Anton
3: uh three. Three of us. Anton, myself, and uh, Anthony.
6: And when I hit payday this week, uh, I'm gonna bank it for next week, so you're gonna have to try one next week too, so <sighs>
2: Yep.
9: (laughs) Welcome to Freelance Fuck My Life
2: moment. Oh my god. (laughs) They're all darker than the next.
3: (laughs) Oh my god. That actually sounds like a movie that butt was recorded. Uh With Reddit, <laughs> you
2: know the. the oh, oh, okay, all right. So oh. this is oh. this is doubled over. This is doubled over. Does that count as one?
5: Yeah. Yep. No,
2: I mean, yeah. <laughs> that dumb and dumber oh, toilet, but it's going to air again.
1: Flush oh. you son of a bitch! Flush you son of a bitch! <laughs> oh.
9: The following announcement has been paid for by the Mike
8: World Order. I was going to ask if you sponsored that uh, Renegade and Butt movie. <laughs> we pictures,
6: I think. <clears throat>
3: wait, where did Freeland go?
6: You know what <laughs> oh,
3: he bowed out already. Yeah,
9: he took a powder. You know what time it is. <laughs> oh, uh, he's probably uh, up in the field.
3: That's why. Oh, there he is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We didn't see it, though. You, you went off the air.
6: You got to have another one now. There was.
3: There mm. was, was dust on my it. keyboard. <laughs> you of bitch! I hate that. I hate that. You son <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we cannot confirm nor deny you eating this. Are you serious? Yeah, you
9: but mean, by how, how he's sounding, I, I think
8: he did.
3: Yeah. What, Freeland? Do I, I got to text
9: Megs and have her hey,
3: check the right? chair? God.
8: You're on the air, J. What's going on, guys?
2: Are you gonna be okay, or does May have to get the fire extinguisher tonight? It's gonna to be—it's gonna be a long
0: night. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, are you <laughs>
2: literally not giving me credit for that one?
9: <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> shit,
9: dude! How <laughs> <laughs> this- <laughs> have the so one on your face? You have to this. Someone, we need a screenshot in this one. Are
2: you not? Oh, are you not giving it. me credit for that one, Rick? The 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 folded over one. Bro,
3: what folded over one? I didn't see it go in your mouth. He's labeling now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh
6: yeah! Double Oh.
3: Oh, we got another $100 donation from Jenny. Oh, you're fucked. Oh, you're Get the camera.
6: Get the camera back up.
2: So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to thank Jenny. Oh, God. Oh God. Oh, That's not cool. Um, Wait a minute. So, how many did I have to do before Jenny? Two more. Two more, and then Jenny's four.
3: Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, hold on. Hey, hey,
2: hey,
3: hey Freeland. ECW, uh, ECW fan says this. Uh, Freeland's gonna be with us and real
6: soon. <laughs> <laughs> Get the plot ready, everybody.
2: I think
5: just take all six that are outstanding. One shot deal. No.
2: I, mean, yes. I got to do dude. two more and then Jenny's four. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, uh. When did we start this? Can anybody tell me when we started this? Uh, about 10, about 10, 16, 10, 16. Okay. So I've gone a half hour without any liquid. That's yeah. not bad. So um I don't know how this is going to work. Cause they're uh, so here's, is <laughs> this count is two? Or is That's that one and a
3: together? half? Ah, we'll, 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 we'll give you two because we know what's coming next.
2: <laughs> oh,
8: <laughs> oh, burping is bad.
6: God damn. Oh, yeah, we know what's happening next. He's going to prolapse.
8: Yeah, I said the
0: same thing. I said prolapse, status. <laughs> yeah, he said the prolapse. All right. Like Travis, go Preparation that H and chill.
2: I ate my bearing straight.
3: Hey, hey, hey Freeland, you, you should lick the dust off your your fuck fingers. you. <laughs> he said, fuck
2: you. <laughs> oh my god.
9: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: I need a minute. volcano. going to be
9: Dang. He brought emphasis on bringing the thunder.
2: Okay. Moving on to our next topic as I take my next four. Oh, oh my
3: goodness. What is the world record for people dying in the same chair?
0: <laughs> oh god. Stop <laughs> it. Oh. That's dirt.
7: Right.
2: <sighs> topic number three.
6: <clears throat> did we even Run. get through the last one? Jesus. Yeah, did
5: anybody keep <laughs> on Run. number two? Fiber.
2: Oh, but we even get to the second we? one. Rikishi Hall of Fame for uh, fucking uh, Umaga. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh, no, yeah, Does
6: he, he get
5: did into the Hall of Fame.
2: <laughs> but go first. No. Go first. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? Yes or no? No. <laughs> Good, Liam. What? Nah. Good, Anton. <laughs> I said yes, but that's me. My cook. <laughs> yeah. You better not give me a long-winded my cook answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we.
7: Huh? Some, huh? <laughs> oh god! It,
2: like there's a certain part under your tongue where it's like real sensitive. Like the skin's not rough like the top of your tongue. It's real like. Uh. Like the, speaking a like, long-winded answer. Like, like taint answer. Yeah.
6: Less talking, god. more eating.
2: Jenny, fuck. Thank you for the donation, but shit, her girl, god damn it. Don't worry,
3: uh, Meg Meg should be making a dating profile very soon. She might be doing that
8: that right now. Yes, Mr. Tom. Hey, this is Filthy Tom, Lightning. You are on the air, sir. Hey, I just want to say I appreciate everybody that's making donations tonight. You guys don't even know how much this means to me and my family.
3: Oh, Freeland knows.
0: And I love each and one of you.
2: We love you, Tom, and we're going to keep doing it, man. Whatever it takes, brother. Whatever it takes.
8: Freeland, I'm sorry. You're going to regret all this tomorrow morning.
2: Hey, I tell you what, it's like every Wednesday morning for me.
0: But but thank you brother
2: absolutely man I do it I do it a hundred times over my friend whatever it takes <laughs> I think God. he's gonna regret that tomorrow but Jenny I'm sure he would. Jenny all at once do man. it
8: one I shot will, deal I will deal. Get you on in the chat <laughs> alright thank all you alright brother this <laughs> is this you. is
2: the first one it's in my nose now oh <laughs>
8: Hey, but where are we on our uh, chart?
2: Well,
5: I think oh, I, in the, the green zone. A, I don't have a zone for near death. So, <laughs> the black zone, yeah. We'll go with the black zone for Freeland because his old ticker is going to blow up soon.
7: <laughs>
5: okay. Hey, I'm in the green zone. I'm happy. I thoroughly enjoy watching him suffer. So <laughs> I'm a new kid in the green zone. Shockingly. Liam is in the green zone. He hasn't yet. Oh, man, him. I'm
6: enjoying this, though, but.
5: Oh, oh, yeah, so. I would say <laughs> so, is, so is Freeland. Uh, Look at
6: him. Look at him. Freeland's having a great night. <laughs> <laughs> it's green caps are uh, plenty for this one. Oh,
2: okay. Goodness. Tremendous. So I think this is going to constitute for the other one. Oh, um, okay, so oh, here's the here's... <laughs> Oh all at once, God. let's go. Thank you, Je- all at once. Here we go. This is yep. for you. Yep. Je-
6: this is for you, oh my Jenny.
2: God. Five stack. Yep.
0: Oh, nom 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 oh. nom nom
7: oh. nom nom oh. nom
0: nom 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 yeah. nom yeah.
9: nom 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 this is why you wear gloves in these moments.
3: <laughs> oh, what and, the hell is and, going and, on here? And Freeland, here we go. This is Ravencroft. This is Jenny. Get it, bro. It's getting hot in her.
9: <laughs> Nothing in my eye.
6: <laughs> you seeing visions
5: now? Holy shit. Hey, Freeland, I got some ice for you. <laughs> if you had cataracts, it just burned off. Yeah. <laughs>
9: Oh man! Just in case, we're thinking of you, Freeland. Oh man! Oh
6: yeah! Load up that drink. Oh, there man. we Look go. Look at all
9: this ice, man! Oh,
6: man. oh it's gonna be oh, so cold man. in your mouth. Oh, like this man, delicious yeah. drink I have right here. That's cold. Oh, mm. oh mm.
9: man! So good.
6: Oh, Do you have the sweats good.
5: yet, Freeland? Oh man! Huh? You some... I need some ice <laughs> Do dogs? you have the sweats yet, Freeland? Yeah, I got the <laughs> I got the meat
3: sweats. Oh my god! Uh... Now I gotta get a hold of banks to throw a little X lax in the drink. So you had the oh shit. So it'll be the burning shit.
6: <laughs> you you know what though? The funny thing is that I was listening to that uh, that show I talk about, the Don Tony show, and they did uh, a one ship challenge of this particular chip and both the guys on the show were just dying for a half an hour. So I'll give credit to Freeland. He's had what almost close to a bag now.
9: <laughs> Hell yeah!
6: I mean he's 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 lost his anus now, like it's gonna be gone. But you know, was it worth it? Eh,
3: maybe. Hey, Free Freeland? money. Freeland's yeah. more than Mark Henry. That's yeah. terrible.
6: More than Love Bobby Mark Lashley, him. even. Hey, no,
5: Freeland's the definition more than a whore in church.
6: Yes. The drizzling oh. shits. Oh, it'll be drizzling. Don't you worry. Be projectile out of his ass.
2: How are we do, filthy Tom? If you're still in the chat, what's our number? We're at right now, total dollar wise.
5: <laughs> you ECW fan, rest in peace, freelance toilet.
6: <laughs> I ain't gonna have to buy a new one. It'll be fucking splattered in the morning. Won't do be able to
5: clean like that Freeland? shit out. All right. Do let's... you rent your place or do you own it? Me? Yeah. Rent. Hey, call Fire. call the landlord. Now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> let's go. To He's already our...
5: stopping by tomorrow.
2: Let's. Whoa. Let's go. <clears throat> it's like. Let's go to our next. Topic. What? <clears throat> Braun Strowman says he was the first. In... <clears throat> he was the first and big... biggest star ever <clears throat> that come out of the WWE Performance Center. What are our thoughts? Do we agree with Braun? Yeah or no. Yeah man, I mean, uh let's start <laughs> I feel like I feel like Michael J. Fox.
3: Oh. oh my
7: god.
2: Oh, oh my god.
3: <laughs> oh.
7: dude?
6: dude.
3: <laughs>
6: oh.
5: oh. lord all. Oh Holy shit. <laughs> Didn't Roman Reigns come through the Performance Center too? Yes, he yes. did.
2: Yeah. So so did, Ron, uh, so did uh, Rider, oh, yeah. Rider, yeah. did. so did Zach Ryder, Seth Ryder. Yeah. So do we do we want to say we're we're kind of debunking that at this point? Do we feel like Bron's just trying to blow a hot a lot of hot air?
5: Yeah, he's pumping like you, old yeah. fires, Which is fine. I mean, he's trying to generate some extra cash for himself. He's he's good, but he's not. He's not the best to come out of the performance Center. I ain't close. He
3: he might be one of the better ones without a professional wrestling background.
2: Yeah, Mike, That's Cook, possible. what do you what are your thoughts? Nah, uh,
9: too many talents before Stromer that came out of the PC were bigger than him.
8: <laughs> uh, <laughs> really talking like a meth head amuses the shit out of me
2: Ooh. I tell you what rem- once again guys please continue uh, continue to do- oh, continue to <laughs> donate it's for, uh, it's for a very worthy cause um, just uh, 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 how many more uh. chips
3: are left in the bag a bunch.
9: Hmm.
3: might
6: have to finish that bag, Freeland.
9: At the rate you're going.
3: Oh, man. Good. Can you imagine by the time you get done to the crumbs and the powder?
5: Just the dust
3: at the bottom. Oh, the yep. dust at the bottom. Yeah, to lick oh. the dust out.
2: Ugh. Hey, yeah. if it's, it's for Filthy Tom, I'll do it. Uh, uh, snort oh,
5: snort the dust.
2: But basically, shut up. No way, <laughs> snort the dust. No, no. <laughs> hey, I hey. Wanna th- I'm gonna base- thank these people for already making donations earlier on in the episode Ashley Forbes, Jesse Rodriguez, Brian Reeves, Rebecca Stewart, Mary Riley, uh, Stephen Shahan, Shanahan, uh, <laughs> J- J- Jamie Crow, sorry. Jessica. hold on (laughs) Jessica Dar Michael Ashby Christopher Butt Jay Milwar Drew Cook uh, Sam Chip Chase uh, Anonymous uh, Jenny Mike Cook uh, or The Rit Anton everybody just everybody just thank you uh, for everybody (laughs) who's doing this so Freeland right after we're done with this uh,
3: you're recording another uh, chapter of Sabu aren't you not fucking, uh, uh, oh, yeah. not fucking tonight. Not fucking
2: tonight.
6: It'll be like that FMW it. match.
2: A
9: hey, a uh, hey, hey, Freeland.
2: Yeah.
9: I'm sorry. Oh uh, <laughs>
3: do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it.
5: That's two that's two
3: chips.
2: Yep. That's that's more than that, isn't it?
5: A sure. is hundred got four.
2: So okay. This is
5: very basic math, Mr. Freeland.
3: <laughs> hey, that uh, wasn't
5: two fi- for you, bud.
3: The, that wasn't fifty. That was five hundred. I thought I seen there.
5: No, that was that was, that was fifty.
3: I thought it was ten <laughs> bucks a chip. That's what I thought. But
5: see, fifty to Tom.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I see. I see completely. All right. So here's what we're oh gosh,
5: fired in. Holy
2: dick. I'm um, sorry, Freeman. For no, hey, it's dollars. for a good cause, guys. Continue to help support Filthy Tom. uh Go to my uh Twitter page and um, on my. On my profile, you'll be able to see the link. So here's what I'm going to do. Um, I don't know if you can see this in my hand. I'm going <coughs> to tilt the camera down a little bit tilt this up. Oh, God. So I have a bunch right, ha, 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 right here. You see all that? And that. That, that, so, that. Down the old hatch. Right here we go. Yeah. One yeah, shot. Yeah.
6: Don't wipe your eyes
5: after.
2: I'm not going to touch my face again. That was like putting acid in my eye.
5: You don't rub your nuts either, you. now.
0: <laughs> oh God!
3: <laughs> oh, oh! Filthy oh. Tom says a hundred more from Jenny and Bob.
9: Oh! <laughs> 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 Hey, I got a question. Holy shit. No, you Hey, don't. Rick, I got a question. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, shit. Hey, Rick. Yo, hit, oh, hit me God. up. Hit me up. I got a question. Uh, hmm. So does does many Big Mike count? I can't. Oh.
2: Are you asking me a question? Yeah. Does, 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 like,
9: does many Big Mike count as a uh, donator? Yeah. Yeah. Who y'all? Whoever, whoever donated me,
2: I'm <sighs> gonna hate me for getting paid already. Whoever do ha whoever donated. Um, it's like I want to talk, but then like when you get that rush of air. Oh, Eric- 35 dollars from from Mike.
9: Woo!
3: from buddy. Oh oh, hey, but just to let you know, uh, we're, we're working on butt buddies. <laughs>
9: Just same.
5: Oh dear.
3: So so Freeland, you have four more from Jenny and Bob and then you got two more from Little Big Mike.
6: Nice. Oh, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Keep going.
9: <laughs> Your health insurance all paid up, Freeland? I pretty much yeah. dropped $80 tonight, night. But it's for yeah. a good cause. Still still cheaper. Ninety. I dropped
3: ninety. Still. Uh. uh Oh. uh Oh. He's hyperventilating. No. Put put it over over your head, head. Freeland.
9: Get it out of your misery. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. puke. He's gonna puke. He's He's gonna gonna puke.
7: Oh
1: god,
5: dude!
3: (laughs) Freeland, Freeland, (laughs) can you imagine how much it's gonna burn coming up? Or out like oh
5: that's what i was thinking yeah of. that's yeah. one torn up asshole
3: <laughs> <laughs> and and that was before he ate the chips
8: yep. oh dude can be some it comes out his nose. what if hey, it comes out of his nose too think about that
3: hey Freeland, it come out of his
6: pores I, out of his nose
3: uh, I mean? i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of curious what was uh, your aunt's name <laughs> <laughs>
2: What does that have anything to do with anything?
3: Because I'm getting you flashbacks of I'm getting flashbacks of Elizabeth, I'm coming home. Coming <laughs> home. Judy. Judy. Judy um, Mike's coming home. It's the big yeah. one. Right after he's done with these six
2: potato chips. God <laughs> damn it. God. So hold on. Hold oh, whenever on. he
6: gets up the nerve to have them, you know.
2: So some someone did okay, okay. Je- okay.
3: Je- Jenny and Bob donated another hundred.
2: Jenny and Bob? Who's Jenny yes. and Bob? <laughs> Who the hell's well, Jenny and Bob? Well,
3: wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute.
2: Oh, I agree. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> I is think, it confirmed? I uh, guess. By right Filthy here. Tom?
3: Right here, right here. I'll put it right back up. I thought they and, already. <sighs> no, no, no. This is a different one. And I think it's two separate $100 donations. 100 Woo! from Jenny and 100 from Bob.
2: Shut up. Shut up. Filthy Tom. What? <laughs> Filthy Tom is a hundred whole, or is a hundred a person? What's the answer? I think it's 100 a hundred. I think it's hundred a person. Shut up! It's not filthy Tom. I'm waiting. Is it a hundred per person or a hundred for the couple? Is it? Uh, Fuck! 100. does Tom have a hundred to Peter? What is it? What's the answer? Just give me the fucking answer.
0: Uh, really?
2: Oh, God <laughs> damn it. Not him now.
0: Go to the Bolero and buy more chips. Because this kid is so
8: fucking funny. Thanks, guys. Bye. He said go to the Bolero buy more chips. This shit's fucking funny and I agree. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna
2: if, if I run out of these, I'm going to have to go to Red Pepper Flakes. <laughs> oh, oh.
8: That
0: might
9: be kind of mild, though. Uh, uh, You're gonna have to wake fuck? Megan up. Can we, no, can we get tell this her way, to Bob? go and
6: get some more chips? Get
9: this Bob thing
1: figured out. Fly the fuck
6: up, <laughs> Bob, Bob. helped what out. What is
1: it? Is it Bob and Jenny? Jenny and Bob are they a couple? I don't fucking care. I don't even
6: know. Doesn't matter. Where are they? hundred is a hundred.
1: No, I get it, but a hundred can be more if they're both. <coughs> where is Filthy
2: Tom? <laughs>
6: oh, tremendous!
2: Where is Filthy Tom? Shit. Filthy Tom, where are you at? Seriously, ser- Oh, gee. Where are you, Filthy Tom? Okay. So um, here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do.
6: who Um, call the ambulance?
2: No, we're, we're doing really, really well. Um.
7: <laughs>
2: i'm gonna run out of chips so like i i don't have unless i literally take my phone log on drive to the store buy yep. more fucking yep. khaki chips yep i, I can't you might, I get... on,
6: you might have to come on freeland me i had to
2: Oh my God, another 100. (laughs) And then didn't somebody do another 35? Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Mike.
8: 135.
2: Jesus, I started this at what? Quarter after 10?
7: Yeah.
9: Yeah. Freeland, my paycheck hit early because it's Christmas week. No,
2: it's okay. And I – listen, listen, (laughs) as as much as I'm sounding like a wimp right now, I appreciate everybody doing it. But technically,
9: that 35 came from many big mics. So.
2: Oh, thank you, mini Big Mike. So, okay, there's 100 a plus point. 35, so I gotta... Fit.
9: <sighs> oh, oh. He paid oh. his share of rent early.
2: Alright, do we think that's gonna cover 135? Yep. Mm. That'll do. Might
6: adopt it a bit.
2: <laughs> <Thanks>.
7: uh. <laughs>
2: I don't That's know. Good, man. That's good. Let him, let him it's be. fine. Yes, thanks, Mike. That's good. <laughs>
0: oh, God. come on,
2: Mike. Oh, wow. I'm getting like an endorphin rush right now, like an endorphin dump. Like I am like. Oh, oh, Freeland. Shut up. Don't even talk no, right now. No, I don't no. even hear it. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't breaking say news. shit right now. Don't say. I don't hear fucking breaking news. He has $5 <laughs> for a teaspoon of garlic powder. Woo. Oh, oh,
3: yeah.
2: oh, that might help, oh, if anything. Oh, I'm there requiring more. I'm requiring more for garlic powder.
9: You say you Oh, already, like how much? Because, <laughs> hey, mini big Mike, how much you got?
2: Oh, God. Mm, mm. <laughs> you
6: know, the great thing is uh Freeland uh, messaged me tonight and he said, Hey, can you pick up a, a pack of these chips on uh, before the show? And I was like, there's no fucking way in hell I'm doing that. <coughs> I'll I do anything else, but I'm not doing that.
5: I it's tried to dust. find them. We can't get them here.
6: I think we have them at my uh, my local store. I well, could I have, know. but...
5: Hmm, maybe I'll have you to know. drive up
6: your way. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
6: <laughs> Then we can laugh at Freeland together.
2: There's, yes. no, there's no... Oh, God. Just look at that! Come
3: on, man.
6: You gotta get in the store. You gotta get to the store. Get another bag.
3: Oh, oh, Filthy Tom says there's another hundred dollars. Woo!
6: Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Now we're Eat talking. Eat the, the
3: bag. Oh. Eat the powder. All of it. Go.
6: Eat the bag. Yes, Eat the bag.
1: Man. hold, hold, hold no. on. Hold the fuck on. Eat are, the bag. These people are just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They've donated like three hundred dollars in the last twenty minutes.
9: Man, yeah, it's holidays, man. We getting paid early. Hey, so hey, buddy, is it's that just leg- money?
1: No, I.
8: Three hundred dollars disposable income. I watched this man suffer. Is fucking oh. hilarious and great. Oh, great, guess- it's for a great reason. But goddamn, I mean, oh. it's, it's,
9: it's. I see it on the actual donation
2: page. So, so mm. no, trip. I, I couldn't let the my cook chips my cook. Yeah. You see Jenny and nope. Tom or who have Phil and they've done I, it three times, a hundred bucks I see it. Three times. Cup down. Piece of time? cup.
9: <laughs> 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 well, sir, my cup is down.
2: I'm not trying to be rude. I said ah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Like I literally, oh, I can't uh,
9: <sighs>
6: Can't what? Mm-hmm. Plus, okay. I said, wow, I said, they I did three to-
2: twenty. So far, thank you to uh, nice. I've sent mine through Cash App because Jenny and Bob, thank you. Yep, <laughs> Jenny and Bob, we think uh. so. For if you, you have go, more,
5: that'd be great too. I'm gonna try to join you. I couldn't find the packy chip, so I just went and got <laughs> myself a, a jalapeno out of the fridge. So
0: there you go. You're gonna a oh! jalapeno.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Wow, he's eating it
2: right now. Wow. How's that okay. taste?
3: <laughs>
6: wait a minute. Time out.
2: Time out. Ritster.
3: Ritster. Uh, okay, guys. I'm, I'm going to be starting to Send your applications to co host Front Row Material starting next week. Head, a, Send them over to my Twitter page. Oh, finally, at my chance. Underscore the underscore Rit. All applications are going to be accepted because, well, Mike Freeland will not make it till next week.
6: Oh, my chance finally. Oh, Can't God. wait.
2: All right, hold on. All right, all right. Listen. All right, we're listening. What I had in my hand. That that was oh before, oh that was before that shut up Rick oh. that was before <laughs> shut the fuck up Rick that is before <laughs> Tommy and Jenny did another one right
3: yeah yeah but this is another one of fifty bucks for a raw egg
9: he said filthy Tom is his is his bitch.
3: 50 bucks for a raw egg, Freeland. Oh, you can't. Oh, boy, that's
5: that's easy.
3: And I'll coat your throat;
6: you'll feel better. Come on. Yeah, but that's gonna be
9: that's gonna be the stankiest fart. Come on, Rocky, let's go for it. Come on, Rocky. Hot chips and raw egg. Come
6: on, Rocky, you can do
9: it.
3: Okay, so I who
2: uh, I uh. Ooh uh. I don't have uh, uh <laughs> Oh, I don't have enough. Ch- I don't have enough chips to fulfill all of the. <laughs> I mean, unless you want me to go ro- like on how assignment.
9: 50, how about fifteen dollars yep. for a scoop of butter?
6: He has that on his like baked potatoes every day, doesn't he?
9: Yeah, well, I'm just saying, just the butter. Sort of wide, but.
2: Okay, yeah. so that should be fine. Okay, hold on, just let this. Eat um, a shit
9: sandwich, Travis says. Oh
2: Travis,
5: God. this is all eaters. dust. <laughs> <laughs> so you crunch that up and down the hatch.
7: Okay.
9: For a hundred <laughs> for ice. <laughs> okay.
6: And then, just... and then, I've got an idea. How about no. you? Uh, you put some red pepper flakes on top of the bag, microwave it, and then eat the bag.
9: Bless that me. don't make no fucking sense. Yeah. Bag? Yeah. yeah.
6: Well you're it's out of you're
9: easy. out of chips, right? Come on. It's all done. It's
6: like a hot like part in the bag. It's like
2: a hot part in the bag. Easy.
0: Oh, wow. You can do it, Rocky, you can do it! Oh, is- Down the hatch! There we go, Rocky! You can do it! Down the hatch, Rocky! Not you and Rocky, you can do it! Come on, champ! Come on, champ! Come on, he can feel the
9: tingling
7: in his (laughs) tail. It's so hot!
5: it's so hot. It's on fire
3: now. Oh, man.
9: He's just watching this is giving me acid reflux.
6: Yeah. I still see a little bit of the bottom of the bag there, so... Uh, <laughs> you're a dick. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so now you gotta lift your finger and, and get the rest of it on other side. Let's go.
2: <laughs> this is for Filthy Tom. Mm.
9: Now wash it down with a glass of mustard.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: That's nasty. Oh yeah. Mustard and hot water. That'll do it.
3: Oh gosh. I love you, filthy Tom. (laughs) Tom (laughs) Filthy Tom is asking, what about the garlic and the egg?
9: (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Dang, you chose you decided to do this on payday week, Freeland? Damn.
2: Yep.
9: You know everyone gets paid on Christmas week practice.
2: I have Franks at the house. Franks and beans. Is Ravencroft going to do it?
9: Good for the egg for 50.
2: (laughs) Ravencroft, as soon as we get the confirmation that it's been made. Mike, keep looking. (laughs) Has it been made already, Filthy Tom? All right. Oh,
5: God. God. Uh,
2: <laughs>
6: this
5: is fucking
3: <funny laughs>
6: this, this is fucking incredible.
3: I love that the rest things gone completely out the this, fucking window. This here might be the highest uh, rated show we had in quite some time.
9: And I am not going to try and follow this shit tomorrow night. No,
3: you can't.
6: There's I don't no way. To.
9: I couldn't. I wouldn't even try. I mean, but we are going to do a nice little tribute at the beginning of the show. So. For those who have time, what, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock on Mike World Order, please tune in because we will be continuing the donation hotline. Only exception is I, nor Filthy Tom, will be doing any sorts of crazy shit like this right now.
3: So who next week is going to be doing stuff for donations for Freelance Funeral? Yeah,
6: I'll do something. I'm just not doing the, the spicy shit.
9: Oh, here we go. Maybe send eight uh, by tens of mini Big Mike. There you go. Oh, shit. He's about oh, to. Oh, God. Oh, gosh.
0: Oh, Come shit. on, Rocky. You can do it.
9: Oh, man. Somebody. Come on, Rocky.
0: Me. Come on, champ.
9: Oh, shit. He's actually about to do it. He's
6: Come actually, on, champ. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Oh, my God.
3: This is making me sick. He He's going to eat lightning and crap
9: fire. Oh He's God. gonna puke
0: He's gonna puke
9: He's gonna
0: puke
7: Oh
6: sick oh. fuck oh. 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 you sick fuck fuck you
2: sick fuck you sick fuck I did take milk though if that's okay Finally Over an hour later You made it an hour
3: now, all you need is that garlic powder, and the day is complete.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. This has been
6: enjoyable.
9: Yes. Yes. Oh, my God.
6: I'm on fun. Really what? What's next for hour two? What are we going to ingest for hour two?
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! I don't. I'm not feeling good. Seriously, I am feeling oh, like
5: oh shit. I'm not feeling good. I'm not oh, feeling yeah. good watching you do this to yourself.
6: I'm getting oh, sick watching you.
5: Like man, alive. Oh, man. This is. A... Liam, you back to work tomorrow? Yeah. You want to see if there's any of those chips at your place? I'll drive up. I will
6: check there. for you. Yeah, I'll check. No problem okay. whatsoever.
5: I'll come on up and grab some. Okay.
2: Alright, so <laughs> okay, hold dick in the ass. Um, um so I'm keeping this bag because I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. It. It's a very porous bag too. It's a um all right. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm nauseous from raw egg. Ugh. And my face is on fire still. Very oh. nice. And I went an hour before I drank anything. Yep. Oh, is, is, there, is, there, is there anything else I can do for Filthy Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Not a fucking garlic powder for
6: $5.
7: <laughs> so
6: Let your on.
8: asshole on fire for 100 no, hold up. I want to point out. We call him a merch whore, but look what he just did to earn money for fucking someone else. Like, holy shit! Bust he might have him. redeemed himself now. I think he's broken even.
5: Yeah, <laughs> probably close.
6: Yeah, close enough. Uh, you can be able to finish the
2: show there for real? And you gonna be okay? Another thirty dollars from anonymous. What is this one?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Red okay, Notice so... egg or
2: the egg of gobbledygook? What the fuck? What? Which is it better, the gobbledygook? Red egg.
5: Notice egg or the egg of gobbledygook? Who is Red Notice?
2: A spoonful of Bisquick. That's what I have to do? Think oh, I batter.
5: Oh, let's not start the pancake batter. Oh, start pancake batter.
2: All right, oh it's starting, I, I it. You choose Bisquick. Okay, hold on. Oh, my God. Oh boy! Oh god, my computer. All right, hold on. Let me see what I got.
0: Oh god, I don't
2: feel good. <laughs> I bet you don't.
6: Okay, so what was it? Bisquick and what?
0: <laughs> god damn, dude!
6: Because I think he's gonna clean out his uh, fridge by the time we're done with all the donations. Because. uh yeah, this is uh it's getting hardcore here.
5: Hey, this hardcore. was fantastic. Hardcore. People are bringing in some cash, helping somebody out. Why not?
3: Yep. Yep. Oh, well,
6: I'm really enjoying this, guys. I don't know, it's uh times like this where I'm just really appreciative of the holiday season and uh, all the you know all the great things we get to witness and share in, and I think this will rank up there for me.
5: You know, and then nothing says "Merry Christmas" like Freeland losing a little bit of self-respect he had.
6: He didn't have much to begin with, though. But oh, damn. I mean, if we're honest, and he'll even admit that, you know. <sighs> Anton, you're quiet here. Like, a, you know, what, what's going through yeah. your head? What's going I'm through really, your head right now?
8: I'm enjoying this man's misery on a level. If we're being real honest. <laughs> Well, what he's destroying his he kitchen doing? as you can hear, so that's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. Yeah, but it's—I have nothing to add to this. There's nothing I can say that's actually going. I just Oop. want to laugh harder. And the, again, the merch whore comment is probably the most accurate thing I can say because we give this man shit for all the whoring, but he's at least broke even here for fucking sure. But look, the th- he's like, what, what else can I do? Like, like I said before,
6: he... like I said before, if I'm listening to that one podcast and each of the guys on the podcast have one chip and they're feeling it for a half an hour, this has got to say something, you know? I mean...
8: they really this, just ate a whole bag and licked the
6: fucking bag. I am going to tell that podcaster to watch this episode. I'm going to say, hey, I think we might have to have a duel. We could maybe incorporate that, you know? I... I'm just saying. I
8: don't know. Maybe he's up great, for it. Dude. It's yeah. fucking great.
5: So I so I missed the last two weeks. Have they finished the Oreo challenge yet?
8: No. I think because no. we haven't all been here. I think we have postponed that. It could be a New Year's Oreo challenge. I think. Mm-hmm. Just a
6: thought. We want to keep not? up the uh, whole food thing going. With... <sighs> And, uh, everybody listening audio on the, uh, podcast, uh, Freeland is still rummaging through his fridge. So, oh, he has just come back oh, to his dead aunt's care.
2: God. Oh, good God.
6: And, uh, all right.
5: There he is. I actually do feel bad for the poor guy. All right. What <laughs> happened? What,
6: what have I missed? Just Everything's causing your <laughs> pain. We just yeah, had a $500 we're... donation, Freeland. $500.
2: What? Did somebody donate for the Bisquick?
6: $500.
2: Did somebody seriously donate for the Bisquick? How much for Bisquick? <laughs> what did I just say? Shut up. Shut up. It's something now. I want to fucking see it in the goddamn chat.
6: Okay. 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 It was $600. i am sorry.
2: Oh, a, a, a spoonful of Bisquick. And you'll have Make a the medicine cake. go down. What? Medicine <laughs> Go down. 30 by anonymous. Who the fuck is anonymous? Th- well, well, they don't anonymous, want to be known.
5: That's the whole point of anonymous, yeah. Freeland.
2: Right. Yeah. Liam misspoke. It was five hundred thousand He's out of a okay, Yeah, um, I'm
6: sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, Trying to downplay how, it for
2: you. I don't know how I'm gonna do this, but I don't have any bisquick. But I do want to fulfill my commitment for the anonymous
9: Eat a spoonful um, of mayo.
2: No, eat the jar of mayo. Nothing. What happens if a I do, spoon I do of mayo. what happens if I do a shot of Frank's? Oh. This mother- um, that's not bad. Mother- that's hot.
5: not
6: gonna be that hot compared to what you just had, Freeland. Come no, on. Megan, hot, Megan, <laughs> <laughs> Megan.
2: Oh, Megan. I just ran leave, out Megan. hold on. We ran out of uh, do we have any bisquick? <laughs> Do we have any Bisquick? Because I'm going to need some. Turn on that light. <laughs> Turn on the light, Megs. The fucking light is over there. Shit. I'm on the show. I'm doing the show right now. I just had the chips. God damn it, I'm stuck. <laughs> so.
9: Are you okay, Freeland?
2: Hold on. Megs. Megs. Hi, guys. Hello, Megan. Hey, what's happening Hey. Hello, dude. I just ate all the Packy chips. And like the bag We got oh, some no. spray. All of the them I ate them the all. Bedroom. And a raw egg. Why do
1: you do this to me? Why do you do
2: this to me? And we're you are a raw egg, I don't know if you're ma- able to make Because he's a
9: glutton for punishment. He's our we're raising,
2: we're raising money for Filthy Tom.
9: Hi, Megs. Yeah, we're That's raising bad. money for Filthy
2: Hi,
6: Meg. Tom.
5: Hi, Megs. Hi. Hi. Mm. We're we're sorry, Megan. No, we're not. well, not really,
8: but yeah, no. i <laughs> we'll drop almost
5: hundred
9: alone. Shit. No. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if he can Get eat something of...
6: that's not supposed to be edible. That'd be good. Sriracha. No, Sriracha just like edible. some, just something like like part of his table or something, you know.
5: Yeah, just chew on Put the, some hot like, sauce uh... on his table. Yeah, and just chew no, on the, the leg leg. Of it. Oh, no, hold
8: on. No one can hear this, but Megan is currently just on the video and just shaking her head And the amount of disgust she currently has. For this has yeah, because she has to world. wake up because she has to take him to the hospital.
9: Or not just that. She sleeps next to him. Could you imagine the farts he's going to be having in there? I,
6: I'd rather not. I'd rather not.
5: That's
9: going to suck. Hey,
6: Anthony
5: sleep- brought up a No, it's going to blow. It's this is blow, payback literally. for the three.
6: Yeah, <laughs> it is.
9: Yo, that baby's going to be in the red zone tonight. Yeah, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good.
6: Freeland, we miss you.
9: Megan, in advance, so we're talk to pitching for a gas mask.
6: You're going At to need it. Industrial grade, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I so he's... We can't hear you, Freeland.
5: No. We, well, maybe we need to...
9: Let's hear from poor Megan. Let's seriously, I, let's I'm hear from Megan. She's suffering enough. Megan is probably cussing out Freeland. So well, is, I can't I hear like, you, Freeland. Uh, she's like, damn it, Freeland, you're fucking up. He's like, Megan, I'm sorry. Don't you know I love I you? you? I don't love the things that you're doing. You can't hear that. you. There
8: we go. Fuck you, and Megan. I love that she just gave us the finger.
9: Damn it! This is all you guys' fucking fault. I gotta sleep with him in the morning. He's gonna fart and stink up the whole bedroom. I can't fucking believe you. What is going on? I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing commentary right, right now. No, we're. Damn we're, it, Michael! Michael, I you're gonna sleep on the fucking couch tonight. You piece of shit! You piece of shit! Oh,
5: Mike Cook, you're an up,
9: asshole. Boy. Stop instigating.
5: Sorry, <laughs> man. <laughs> yes, we know that's who it's all about.
9: He's like, I'm so sorry, honey. I didn't mean to. I'll sleep on the couch tonight. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'll make sure to, you know, spray down the room with the humidifier. Megan, well, we got I'm a tour of his
8: place, at least. So that's something. Yeah.
6: He's
9: got a nice sure. little place. Yeah. A nice, humble abode. Yeah. Yes.
8: You're muted. We can't hear you at all. Like, we've been steadily watching you, but we can't fucking hear you. So that's why I proceeded to just call you to let you fucking know
2: this. Oh, okay. no, now we can hear you apparently. Now but you can yeah. hear me. Okay, yeah. So you couldn't hear me when I asked her for uh just a no, nip. no, oh, Megan, and I was doing oh, I was doing, oh no, I was doing, I was doing commentary. One nip, one nip for filthy Tom. What would you do for filthy? Tom? Oh, god, for Whoa, filthy tom? did you say one nip? <laughs> one nip, that's it. One nip challenge, one nip challenge. Come on, one
9: nip challenge. What if Megan
0: punches oh, him, in the
6: face, that's all why we got go a finger. Okay, got a one bird ch- challenge there, yeah. so good. God hey, damn! Hey, if,
9: they, <laughs> if, they, if someone donates, I'll go topless. No,
2: something. we're good. I would say I would take <laughs> my clothes off and run out in the front yard. No, do it. Well, it had to be for a nice amount from Filthy Tom. One thousand dollars.
9: I mean, while well, I'm thinking about it, I mean.
6: Oh, well, I know you are.
9: Hey, oh. so, hey, let me tell you something. Filthy Tom is also the executive producer of MWO. Love uh, Filthy and, Tom. So, yeah, if, if there was a donation, I'd walk out in just my pajamas topless. I mean, I ain't got no underwear on, and it's about mm. something degrees outside. I'll take one for the team. I ain't know in how Santa that going Carolina,
6: i oh, Appreciate you letting us know that you're going, Commando. We we appreciate yeah, that. Thank you. Not uh, sure why no you problem, felt
5: hurt to tell problem. us, but thanks.
2: you. Know? <laughs> hey, man. Hey. hey, Travis Boheb says we got a guy in the Philippines who's watching right now. All right, yeah. hey Philippines, thanks for tuning in tonight. All right, What's Manila, represent. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, stop. Yeah. Come on, stop. Yeah, No, 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 no,
6: no,
9: no, no. Parley is dead in glaze. No, Filipino language is Tagalog. It's similar to Latin. So when you it say sure hello, you say "kumusta," not como esta."
6: Oh, I I do know some Filipino though. I do Tagalog
9: is what they call it. Legal. Tagalog.
6: You know, yeah. I I do know one thing. Pogi pogi mo.
2: I bet you. Oh, of course you would know what that means. Yep. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah. how does Travis Bohab know? I'm from the province the of. Pamapanga, do you speak a little Filipino? Uh we Pokey, do Pokey not. <laughs> we, we, we We barely <laughs> speak English. Um, Pokey but Pokey. how did you – hey, hold on a second. How did you hear about us? Yeah. Uh, I am Dwayne514. Cool. Nice to meet you. Dwayne514. Awesome. We're getting people nice. from all over the world right now. Joining in, it is uh, – he said he's in the chat. Yeah, you no,
8: know, he said it. that's how Travis...
2: Oh, okay, uh, perfect, good call. I, well, listen, it's uh, it's Filthy Tom night, and so we're doing these things to celebrate and to help Filthy Tom and his family. So you know what? Whatever it takes is whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Uh, let's go on mm-hmm. to our next topic here. Salamat. Here we go. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> We, stay we still don't have. We still don't have Bisquick. Uh, was fifty? It was either that or the. Never mind. <clears throat> <laughs> At this point, it's probably not worth going into it. Um, crap. Where did I send this? Here we go. Liam Savage. Uh, Here I am. <laughs> Next topic is Onita. Yeah. It is a good job. Bully Ray versus Onita is going to be a match yeah. uh, coming up here. Want to know what you guys, what your takes on it? So um, it is going to be. I'll actually read you what's going to happen. Onita is returning to the United States in March. Will he be competing in a death match against Bully Ray at Battleground Championship Wrestling? Now, PW Insider is reporting that the match will happen on March the 26th. Another match has been announced for the show is Buddy Matthews versus Brian Cage. So the big Man. question is are you excited about Onita's return to the United States and do you think at some point in time we will see him in AE dub?
9: I don't know, who cares? Yeah. It's 20 years too late to be
6: honest.
9: More than that. No. I well yeah cuz it's 2021 but I'd say during it would have made sense during the ECW FMW war that was going on. Yeah, Maybe. I would I would have been a fan, but Anita against Bully Ray of all people. Nah. I know Anita mentioned he wanted to show AEW his version of deathmatch wrestling, but no. it's 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 over twenty years too late for an Anita. Yeah, That
5: ship is sailed. Let's. Um. Another.
2: Hey, Filthy Tom just said another twenty five dollars if we all sing Bohemian Rhapsody together. Oh I will boy! Def, I will definitely start it off.
5: I don't know that song.
2: I will start it off. Of course you do. Everybody game. knows that yeah, song. Everyone There's knows no
5: banjo thing. in that song. You think I listen to it that
2: song? There's no banjo. That's your that's your reason for not knowing the song. It doesn't have a banjo in it. I don't listen to anything other than country music. Okay, here we go. Oh. Is
1: this real life? Is this just Is fantasy, fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes Look up to the skies And see I'm just a poor boy I need no sympathy Because I'm easy Easy go Easy go Little Little high Little low Anywhere the wind blows Doesn't really matter To me To me then i will say but just beat up a man put a gun against his head after liam's bike ran him down and made him dead mama (laughs) he was in the bike lane but now he's gone and thrown it all away mama who? I didn't mean to make you cry. If I'm not back again this time tomorrow, call Mike, call my cook, because it doesn't really matter. How
7: about that? Huh?
6: Uh, it was only part of the song. That's yeah, well, Still nice. You know still Did my best. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah,
2: There's
6: another 12 minutes left, so let's go. Yeah,
2: there's a long, it's a long song. It's a very long yeah. song. Yep. Uh, what a so queen the, song. It is a yeah. yes. song. See? so people don't like Onita. Are we? Are we just shitting on Onita because we don't like Onita in general? Or are we thinking? No. Yes, I, but it it's it just way too long ago. I like uh, Onita.
9: It's just the timing. Just like when Sunny did porn, it was twenty plus years too late. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa.
2: From Share Sunny. Uh, no, no, Tammy Sitch. Oh, I, I thought it was Sunny Bono because I was thinking like, like really, seven, yeah, Sunny Bono showed his like big Sonny dick Bono in a movie. Did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they went skiing. I mean, that, that was a sunny porn that came out. God, how did he die again? Did he run into a tree? Head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From a tree. Well, how did Liam, uh, uh, Liam Neeson's wife, die? Didn't she was she skiing? Liam Neeson's wife went skiing and then she like hit her head, and she went back to her hotel room to rest or something like that. Then she passed. So, she had the eternal rest. You're terrible. You're absolutely terrible. Well she did. Uh, let's talk about our next topic here, which is the one hour time limit draw between Adam Hangman Page and Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, however you want to refer to him, uh, last week on Dynamite. So did any of you guys get to see it? Give me a thumbs up if you saw it. No? It's all part of it. Nope. And you called I got ruined, story. and I didn't care, so and you call yourself wrestling fans. I don't even believe you. I am. must have lied. I, I was busy doing a show when that matched. I worked. work, you know. Well, Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, however you want to refer to him, uh, had Bryan a Danielson. really great match. And I think it really brought out the best in Adam Page. So here's a big question. When do we think the Adam Page era as AEW champion will end? I want you guys all to go around and give me the month you think this is all going to end? Do you think it'll end at a pay-per-view, or you think it'll end maybe on a Dynamite or a Rampage or a uh, one of those specials that TNT is going to be having?
6: I think I know. I think it will be a TV because they always try to hot-shot a rating, so I think it will be at the next big advertised show for Dynamite, and they will try to pop a rating. Danielson will take the title, and... There you go. Because Hangman isn't doing it. Nobody really cares right now. So,
2: there you
9: go. Hold on.
2: Mike Cook, jump in on this one. Do you think people just don't care about Adam Hangman Page right now? Do you think that they. I
9: I think we're in that era of wrestling where fans love the chase, but as soon as the wrestler gets the belt, then all of a sudden fans are quick to, you know, deflate the idea of someone being champion. If it was me. I'd say Hangman will probably be champion all the way till Double or Nothing.
7: Oh. whoever
9: the champion is, then we'll probably go against whoever wins the Owen Hart Cup because we got the no. Owen Hart Cup finals in May. I think they're going to give him a decent reign. I, I think, but it's mind you, it's just his first reign. It's not like he's not going to get a second or a third. Sometimes not the first reign hits, you know, home runs. Sometimes it's the second or third.
2: I agree completely. Uh, Butster, what's your thoughts on this one? Do you think, I know you like Adam Page. I do You're like big, Adam Page. Do you, do you think this reign is going to be a fairly short one? And if it is, when do you think he's going to drop it?
5: Um, I could see him getting three, four months out of it. Uh, this is not going to be his uh, shining moment. He's going to get a little bit of a run out of it. Uh, just a little more experience, some exposure, Hopefully get him over a bit of a hump type of thing. Because, unfortunately, he is not getting received by some fans. I think those fans are wrong. But he's not being received as well as they were anticipating, I don't think. Unfortunately. So, he's going to get a, a shorter reign. Get a little experience, a little exposure. He's going to stay around. I mean, he's he's a, a big part of the AEW roster, I think, personally. And he's still fairly young. I think he's only 28 or 29 years old. He's got lots of room to grow. So that's what it'll be, a shorter run, a little more character building. Then they're going to put it back on him again. And I think he'll, he could become a a franchise. He's, he's going to become an integral part of AEW going forward.
2: Let me throw this over to Anton here. So let me ask you this. Do you think, are you one of those people who believe that MJF um, is definitely going to be somebody who, once his contract is up, people are going to be bidding. Like it, it will be the hottest free agent out there. Or do you think that's a little bit too much hyperbole right now? Maybe,
8: considering he's actually still a fucking you know as old school of a hill as you can be in this day and age. But and what, doing the bidding war thing is smart on his part, just trying to get the money. Fucking feels he you know is earning worth knowing self worth, but you know. You work with a company full of people who have all been to the other place and know how fucked up it is. Do you really want the money that badly when where you're at you get to do whatever the fuck you want? That's, That's a really good point. Yeah, I like creative freedom. Sometimes creative freedom, creative freedom is worth the little less money in my opinion because it's like, all right, having that money's cool, but if I don't get to do what the fuck I want, I'm pretty unhappy. Like hence, yeah. Fuck my hair's three goddamn colors. It yeah, looks good office, though. I like it. Thank you. So, yeah, you know, but if I worked at an office job, I couldn't fucking do that, you know. Or the fact that I have you know fucking tattoos covering fucking the majority of my body, you know, I couldn't do those things at a place, you know, place like that. Freedom means the world to me. So, just it's where I
2: fucking, well, it's, you know. it's interesting. Everyone values something different. It's not always about the money. Um, base gives says. Base Kip says MJF would not survive in WWE. It's not happening. Uh, he'll use that bidding war, that bidding war line to get heat. I mean, I think that's that's legitimate. I think that he will use it and he will do whatever it takes to make himself look as marketable as possible. And at the end of the day, um, yeah, he's going to drive up the price. And he may stay with AEW for maybe a little less money. But once again, he's got that freedom. That that's a, an aspect that's important. Liam, let me ask you this question. So I'm, I'm throwing this out to everybody. Do you find that MJF is going to be a franchise player? Do you think he's going to be one of those people that is going to be an aspect of a company building towards the next 20 years?
6: No. And it's nothing against him, but mm-hmm. they they have... Uh, the best way I can put it is they screwed up his, um, his story build. A lot of people are saying... Building up to the title. Oh well, it was just a one and a half, two year build, which is complete bullshit because they had him go all over the fucking place and out of the picture for a while, and then he's a drop. Well, hold on, and hold on. He...
2: We're talking MJF.
6: Oh, I thought you were talking about Hangman still. Fuck. Okay, MJF. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> hocus, focus.
5: It's time to focus.
2: <laughs> Fuck! I thought you were still talking about Hangman. No, you what went to go I? drain the main vein and then all of a sudden you come back. Where did so you go there? You left. Went away. Yeah. Now I'm back. Did you, did you go to did you go take a pee? I don't know, did I? I don't know. So anyway, listen. Okay. So MJ MJF, what's your thoughts on this? Do you think MJF is going to be a franchise player? And you, you said yes. you think he is. Now, back that up with a reason why. Um, he's doing things that
6: nobody else is doing right now he keeps in his character pretty much 100 percent of the time well i i have seen one interview uh where he was interviewed by somebody on title match network i think and he was not in character and it's the only time i've seen it but other than that if i can wipe that from the record uh i would say that he keeps to his character He is a great wrestler. He doesn't get to exude it much or show off, but, you know, and his promo skills are uh, right up there. So, yeah, that's someone you can put the uh, you can get the ball and let him run because let's let's be honest here. You don't have many people that are on the tip of the tongue of, you know, the wrestling fans these days. Um, Very few. And he's up there. Um, so I would think, don't give it to someone like uh, Harpo Fingerfuck. Give it to this guy.
2: You're, you're still, you're still very against, uh, Kenny Omega, aren't you?
6: I, I don't know what Harpo you're Fingerfuck talking about.
2: Fingerfuck. Harpo Fingerfuck. Mike Cook. I don't know what you're
6: talking about, Mike Freeland.
2: He did all that, 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 that raspy voice last week. And I think we both had enough. He has
6: a phone make. sex voice. It's not my fault.
2: He doesn't have a phone sex voice. Mike Cook, does. does Kenny Omega have a phone sex voice? I can't even believe we're talking about this.
9: Uh, Liam's impersonation of Kenny Omega has a phone-sense voice. Uh, And so does he. I don't think so. I think it's just funnier when when Liam does it. Can can we get it again tonight?
6: Yeah, hold on. Greetings and salutations, Mike Cook. It is so good to see you again. So good. And I'm feeling... Like on this joyous occasion of Christmas that we should all give and just give to everybody, everybody that we can. And if not, the Young Bucks will come after you. Oh, and let's not forget Brandon Cutler, because he's (laughs) always there with us with the video camera, always ready to hit somebody with it. (laughs) <laughs> and let's not forget that he cannot get injured because of his face mask. Oh, just trust me on this. Oh, that, That's actually
2: really good. I like that. Thank you.
9: Oh, man. Could you imagine someone like Kenny Omega being managed by, like, the genius Lanny Poffo?
2: That I might actually watch. Was the genius um, intended no. to be to to be an over sexualized gay character, or was that just my oh address? whoa whoa no. Who's saying that just cause the man knew how to you know whoa. take care of no, himself time out time out time out I'm Who's gonna throw it? this one I'm gonna throw this one to the butt. But was the genius jumping around in his graduation cap and gown? Did that seem a little over the top <laughs> of to you? A little little over sexualized in your opinion.
5: No, I don't think so.
2: Thank
5: you. The guy graduated. I mean, he's from the South. He's probably the first person in his family ever to graduate. See, so he's jumping around happy and proud of himself. Yeah. Right.
9: I mean, give the guy a break.
6: I am the genius.
9: Graduated with yeah. honors.
2: Keep in mind, keep in mind, Lanny Poffo is the only wrestler uh, that I currently have known that has admitted that he can do something to himself. himself. Yeah,
5: we all know.
6: Yes.
5: Yeah. You
8: don't even have to say
2: it.
5: Now the fact that he has learned that he can give himself the old tug and chug (laughs) how does one discover that talent? Hey I'm bored. I think I'll just try to blow myself. I don't know. Whoa, who said that?
2: (laughs) Nobody said that. How does, How does someone determine do that? that they can blow themselves? Let's talk about that for a second.
5: Well, I'd rather not. No. Oh, <laughs> well,
9: you know something? Yeah. They was going on my brother when he did that. Uh huh. I looked at him and I said, "Landy, what are you doing in there?" He couldn't say nothing because he had a mouthful. Uh huh. He was snapping to his own slim Jim. <laughs> Dig it. Oh my God! Don't look
5: at that, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> So, just out of curiosity, did he pinch his own nose to make sure he swallowed or what?
8: Wow. wow.
2: I, mean, I didn't realize noise. pinching nose is actually. I haven't even gone bus.
9: that the far, but that's pretty bad. Walking, yeah. I walked away from my brother in shame.
2: Yeah.
9: Worst thing I ever saw since Hulk Hogan.
2: Yeah. All right. Hold on. Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard this. Um, We've been obviously knocking out a bunch of different people in this uh, episode, but I do want to play you a clip. Has anybody ever heard the Jim Cornette uh, song recently that he sang?
6: Yeah, I've heard everything.
0: I want a burger, American cheese. Pickles, onions, if you please, cause I'm the cult of meat with extra cheese. Like it good and greasy, (laughs) fresh out the pan. I'm the cult of meat with extra cheese, the cult of meat with extra cheese, the cult of meat with extra cheese. Fried or broiled, the cow must die, the meat is done, the toppings fly, you won't have to ask me, God if damn. I want some extra cheese,
2: Oh, now with tomato, oh. oh God! now with tomato, not nah, no. a drop of mustard there, you fool. okay, we're <laughs> done with Jimmy cheese Jesus Peaks. So that's our, that's our little Jimmy Cornette tonight. Um, wow. As we wind down the show, once again, first of all, thank you to everybody who has donated to Filthy Tom and his family. We really appreciate that. Thank you so very much for hanging with us during this ridiculous episode of Our Own Material tonight when we did anything and everything. Um, packy chips and raw eggs and everything else. Uh Is there anything else in pro wrestling that you guys want to talk about that is on your mind, something that you would like to share with our wonderful listening audience? We will go ahead and we'll first start off with the Ass Man. So what's what's on your mind? Anything else that's happening in wrestling that you thought was interesting?
5: Honestly, the last couple of weeks I've, I've been pretty busy, so I
2: haven't been watching it. You have been busy. You have been uh, busy. And how how is life? Busy.
5: Uh, busy. A little quieter <laughs> right now. Uh some things have changed, but it's,
2: mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it was a busy couple weeks. It's good having you back, my friend. Thank you. It's good to be back. Yes. Good to have you back in the saddle. Let's go ahead and let's turn it on over to Mr. Mike Cook. Mike, what is, uh, what's on your mind? Obviously there's, man, you got, you got this, this ambiance going behind you. This is uh, very nice. I think your house is on fire. No, that's Why just. Why would you say that? Well, it looks because like it's on fire. That's why.
6: Because he's a
9: dick. That's why.
6: Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I'm trying to look out for you. Like you can call the fire department. Jesus. It's Jabzilla. a fucking
9: Christmas tree, man. It's a, yeah, it's a Christmas tree. It's on fire.
6: It's not my fault. It's not on Stop.
9: fire. It's just flickering. It's the lights. Okay. Yeah. If you think yeah.
2: so. Go fold some boxes. We'll see. I didn't Mike. warn you. Mike, we'll tell, us. tell us what what's on your thoughts about the world of wrestling right now. Is there one main thing that you're just like, man, I can't believe this?
9: It's still hard to watch NXT
2: 2.0. Are you a Braun Breaker Uh, guy? I mean, are you on that band? hell yeah. I
9: I love Braun Breaker. The whole Mike Thunder character on uh, Mike World Order is basically like Braun Breaker and Big Papa Puck, Scott Steiner. And matter of fact, our very own Base Kip redid my logo to where it's pretty much 95% accurate to Braun Breaker.
2: Base Kip is amazing.
9: That's that's pretty much the only reason I watch NXT 2.0, that toxic attraction. But uh, other than that, it feels like I'm watching an episode of Double Dare on Nickelodeon.
2: (laughs) Really quickly, who was the host of that? Uh, Mark Summers. There you go, Mark Summers. I actually got to meet Mark Summers. Uh, Very interesting. He did stand-up as well at one point in time. Did mm-hmm. not know that either. But uh, So NXT still looks kind of eh, except for a couple of the acts, right?
9: Yeah, it's just, like I said, I think it's just a presentation. You know, I get it. They want to get away from black and gold. But paint splatter everywhere and looking like a kid's show is not going to do it either. I agree. But it is what it is, right?
2: Yep. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of things, this was a Canadian show. I don't know why I'm just going down the rabbit hole, but uh, the butt and uh, Mr. Savage may know this. You can't do that on television. Who remembers that? I, I do. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was shot in Ottawa. Loved. You right. can't do that on television. That was friggin' awesome. Barth. Oh my god. That's right. Oh my yeah. god. Alanis
6: Alanis Morissette was on there too. This is true. She's yeah. still hot. Uh, okay.
2: She, she, hey, she is a very attractive young lady.
6: Yeah. Uh, she has kind of a two face, I think.
2: She what has a toothache.
6: No, a tooth two face because like oh, sometimes she looks like really attractive, and other times I'm like, eh, not so much. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, it, happens. Right. it happens. It happens. <laughs> um, I mean, to some people, yes. Uh, who remembers Pinwheel? Pinwheel was a Canadian show. Yeah. No. I remember Pinwheel, Pinwheel,
1: pinwheel spinning around.
2: Look at we we didn't have that I see here. What I found. It's Canadian. Yeah, we didn't have it. it. Yeah. You're in You're in Canada. You're We're in Canada. Canada. Yes, we are. All yeah, right. Yeah, you know Canada. what? You know what? Yeah. Big bag. Have what? a big bag. <gasps> All have right. A big, let's what? Go, a big bag of dicks. Let's go ahead and let's start over. Anton. Anton, is there anything that's on on your mind? <laughs> big bag of almost, dicks. Right. You literally look shocked right now. You're like, well, why am I here? Is a big is bag matured. of dicks on your mind? Seriously, I have so matured, and everyone else has regressed around me. Um, what's your thoughts on wrestling in which a big thing that you're thinking about right now? I'm
8: I've got a lot of shit going on last week was super fucked up. Like the last two weeks have been kind of a fun adventure, but, uh, the bit of wrestling I've got to see I've enjoyed just continuing to just actually enjoy wrestling again versus nitpicking it to death, except for this shit, which I enjoy. I enjoy the shit show. Thank you for always having me. So
2: absolutely. Um, based Kip, did you get to see the last segment we did when we had a very good professional wrestler on there? He actually went to high school with Orange Cassidy and, uh, yeah, so he went to school with Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole went to school up there. And, uh, and it was interesting how people who you never would have thought would have been something turned into something, you know what I mean? But uh, that was a really good interview as well, because I think we learned a lot of about people that we didn't know a ton about beforehand, but we know a little bit more about them now. And I think that's what makes being a fan so much fun is because you like them on TV, but then you really start to have an appreciation for them when you hear some of these stories about how, how hard they've worked to get to where they're at. Um, I can also give you a tease in this upcoming Friday night on future stars. Now is an amazing, amazing interview with somebody who worked in corporate WWE that is, is eye-opening uh stories about the corporate structure in wwe vince mcmahon triple h what the like the climate is like there what it looks like there what you're expected to do and say and whatever all of that kind of stuff we're going to be having that uh it's going to be on a huge episode we have and that's going to be coming up on friday night so Anything else before I say my fairly wells? Let's go ahead and let's go around the horn. Let's do some plugs. Anton, let me start with you first, my friend. If people want to get a hold of you and continue this conversation, how do they do that?
8: Anton Heidnik on Twitter. I feel rotten on Instagram. I was lost at gmail.com because I have multiple fucking email accounts. (laughs) But uh, good to be back. I'm glad I survived that fucking tornado and shit, so...
2: I was yeah. going to say we are glad you were safe and you were sound it was uh, it was scary did you get my voicemail? Yeah.
8: yeah I did so life's just been fucking super hectic I meant
2: to reply don't even did. worry I pulled a So <laughs> <laughs> you know what you guys all technically can do that because I'm very bad at it uh, let's go throw it to the S man how can people follow you if they'd like to continue this conversation
5: uh, twitter at uh, act.newf 2291 uh, that's about the easiest way to reach me uh, you know, Merry Christmas! Happy holidays! Whatever works for you. And don't be a scumbag.
2: Don't be a scumbag. That's right. That's <laughs> perfect. Let's go ahead and let's throw it on over to Mr. Liam Savage.
1: All right, Liam Savage. Oui, oui. I'm not right. French.
2: Yeah, I'm not French. How cold um, is it in that fucking garage you're hanging out
6: in? Rudolph. Next it's TV. probably Jesus Christ. It's probably thirty something degrees right now, so not too bad. So. Degrees what? Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit.
2: Good, good
6: man. I had to convert it because you guys won't take the time yeah. of day to learn Celsius. So
2: no, because we don't have time to waste on that stuff. We got Omicron. With, and we got to talk with about the rest the of the world. We got
0: Omicron. All
6: right. So what's yeah, going to so you? Uh, so go to Twitter, Savage Liam. Look at my link tree, and uh, just a uh, note that my YouTube will be updated this week with some wrestling content. Nice. Got some shoot interviews up. Ooh. So, yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm starting to to dwindle into my VHS pile of just, like, wrestling and music now. It won't be anything else. So, it's like, you know, it's mostly wrestling, though. So, uh, yeah, there'll be some uh, stuff coming up in the next little while. So, uh, if you all are subscribing to my, my page, I appreciate that. But, you know, just take a look, see what's coming up. And uh, I'll have some good stuff. I
2: don't know, whatever. Talk and to. what is your Twitter handle so people can get a hold of you? I just said it, Savage William. Oh, oh my bad. Dad. My bad. I just wanted to give it out again because I know you're so popular.
6: Oh, well, thank you so much. You're I'm great. so popular, I won the year-end award, stuff.
2: So. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, did <laughs> Rick, Rick even go over the year-end award? Oh, no.
6: Shit. It's okay, he can do it next week. All, All right. good.
2: We'll have to do that next week. Let's go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Let's start with my cook, Mike. Um, what is going on with you? Give us the plugs, the shows, the merch, all that good stuff. Well, uh, right
9: now in Virginia, it's about a uh, about a little close to two degrees uh, Celsius. There you go, Liam. For yeah. uh, look at that. No, Google it. Uh, I've learned. Yeah, I just both
6: got it off the top of my head, though. But you know, that's okay. I
9: know what I've learned. Both out of respect to our fellow Canadians, you're welcome. Thank you. That. You're a good um, American. Yeah, good American. Um, tomorrow night's episode of uh, Mike World Order, we will be starting out uh, with a tribute to Filthy Tom's brother, so we will be doing that as well too. Um, this coming Thursday will be a pre-taped episode of Thirsty Thunder Thursday that will be uh, be released because I'm um, actually for once, for the first time since the uh, pandemic, I'm going on vacation. Shocking! Nice. I will be in South Carolina for a few days with the family. Nice. Uh, furthermore, you can reach me on social media at my um, unit, uh, given by Mikey Whipwreck. That's Mike with Five Eyes. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Mike World Order. Uh, Facebook, uh, just find me. Uh, my old page got hacked into, so I had to cancel it. Uh. I got a new page.
0: <laughs> uh, hey
9: i don't know shit about bitcoin i don't know nothing about my passwords being unlocked mm. sure as hell it's not gonna ask for your cash out so
6: um it's okay i only have to change my password out of it it's Fine. yeah i mean
9: i two-step notification yay <laughs> um <laughs> but other than that uh, on behalf of my World order i do wish everyone a happy holidays happy new year And also, since he's not here, uh, congratulations to the uh, new uh, MWO Strong Chat champion, The RIT, after defeating Mikey Starks on last week's episode of Thirsty Thunder Thursday. It was a fun episode. It was an interesting episode. It was a
2: confusing episode. But nevertheless, an episode. Well, it's a confusing episode whenever you let The RIT on, okay? It must have been a
6: squash match, though, to beat Mikey Starks. You know, that's was terrible. Stop it. Was, it. it was,
2: honestly, it was neck and neck. It was why neck do you? Neck. Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to it beat could up have on gone Mikey Starks? Way. It honestly could have gone either uh,
9: way. It's
5: easy. To I don't know what you talk up about. On, I'm but just has, like, three feet
9: tall. He's yeah, tall. Why
5: do you guys hey. do that? He's such hey. a nice person.
2: Jeez Nobody
9: bullies Mikey except me. Yeah, hi. Okay. Let's
6: I I bully him, him all the time, usually, but yeah.
9: I
2: mean, the you all can kick rocks he says and i agree with him all, all right, right what with, are... that be, with that being said guys uh i hope you guys had a great great episode tonight uh we had a lot of fun and uh-huh. i hope you guys did too we got a little crazy got a little wild but you know what if we were distraction from everything that's going on in your life right now the holidays and you know, shopping and running around and having to be everywhere and you just chill out, relax, goof off with us. That's what makes this whole thing so special. And also Filthy Tom uh, and you and your family, nothing but love and appreciation for everything that you do for my cook, uh, for supporting our show as well. We love you very much. And if there's anything else that we can continue to do for you and yours, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to us. All right, well, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, happy all the different holidays that people are celebrating. hope everyone enjoys it. Anything else before I hit the button? My friend, goddammit. We said it a little early. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm old, old <laughs> He's like, whatever. All right, guys, <laughs> have a great Christmas, and we will catch you next week. Fuck it, Gary. God damn it, Gary. <laughs> <laughs>